Jason filling in today for Adrian Broadus, who's going to be on that nice trip to Cal- to uh, the uh, Cowboys and Texans. And excited for Adrian. Getting a chance to uh, enjoy a little R&R with his pets. So enjoy Jason for the next three hours out here. Filling in for Adrian. Jason has a rock classic. And... It is good until September of 2024, but we know it's really September of 2054. This stuff never expires. You pretty much could, uh, when you do, it's going to be the exact same thing, right? Pretty much? Absolutely. Absolutely. I understand, man. Thanks for bringing that over. I appreciate that. And I hope you um, bring it home with you. So it is so dense, by the way. It really is. This is... You know, it's 12 ounces, but it feels like it's about six pounds in here. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> Good Lord. All right. Uh, we got a lot to talk about on the show today. I believe the Hispanic Titanic will be dropping by in, a fi- in the 4 o'clock hour. Um, I know Adrian uh, and, and Ivan Melendez were uh, confirming things up, and I uh, look forward to seeing him here in just a little bit since he's in El Paso, and uh, we'll be in today. And then 5 o'clock, the Foss, Steve Foster, and in the soccer coach. So we've got a lot to talk about over the next three hours, and uh, looking forward to that. Our telephone number is 505-6009. And you can also tweet the show, 600 ESPN El Paso, or chat with us on our free mobile app powered by First American Bank. Uh, Let's get started with the big story that went down last night. The legend of Baker Mayfield, a guy that I mean, let's let's be real here, okay? When he broke into the league, he was um, at times arrogant, came across as a prima donna, not the most likable individual in the league, but it's amazing to me what four years can do for somebody. Um, he's battled injuries. He's bounced around teams. I think he's been humbled over the course of the process, and Instead of being that, uh, you know, that arrogant guy, underdog that you that you're rooting for. And last night, something amazing happened because a game and you join your new team two days later, you can just fit right in and 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 start to blend. Baseball, same thing. You join the lineup, you start to meet your new teammates, but you take your cuts, you play your position, you're able to blend. In football, you have to learn. New plays, a playbook, all of your teammates and that are brand new to you, that takes time to get to know them. Uh, it is so much more difficult to go from a team to another team in the NFL with no prep work. I lived in L.A. Tuesday night. Tuesday night. That means he had one day to get ready. Wednesday. That's it. And then he suited up last night for the Rams and something magical happened in that last two minutes. He led the Rams on a 98-yard drive. He capped it off with a touchdown pass in the final seconds. And somehow, someway, the Los Angeles Rams and Baker Mayfield stunned the Vegas Raiders. And if you watch the crowd last night at SoFi, you realize, even though it was a Rams home game, that was like an 80% Raiders crowd. Because L.A. is a Raiders town. It's always been a Raiders town. It was a Raiders town before the Raiders moved in. It's been a Raiders town after they left. 
So whether it's Oakland or Vegas, doesn't matter. You ask the average Californian in in SoCal who their team is, they'll tell you the Raiders. And that was the way it was last night. So the Raiders filled up the stadium, but the Rams and Baker Mayfield pulled off one of the great performances ever in the NFL. Because I'm telling you, you don't realize how difficult it is for a guy to come in, not know the playbook, not know any of his teammates, and somehow act like he's been there all season. And that's exactly what Mayfield did, and it culminated in that final drive. I'm I'm still stunned by it, and I forgot about it. I've been going all day just minding my business and you know, just hanging out, you know? And mm-hmm. then you brought this up, and it just reopened a scar for me. Um, but, no, Baker, he, he showed up. <laughs> first play out the bat, you know, uh, was like a 20-yard pass right out the gate. It was amazing. And I'm like, okay, all right. And then he does like a, a six-yard run. And I'm like, oh, okay, we're getting that Baker. Wow. This is not going to last long. But, no, he held his own the entire game. And I'm like, oh, my God. Baker magic. It was It was vintage. It was. But you know what's interesting to me? Instead of being that, that Donna that you just want to see fail, I feel like everybody that was watching that game, unless you're a diehard Raiders fan, myself, we're, we're rooting for the guy because you realize that he's a completely different person. And, it, and I guess that's what happens when your star fades and now all of a sudden you're, you're passed around from team to team and nobody thinks you're good anymore and nobody thinks you can produce and do it. And they just throw you aside like a, like a sack of potatoes. Hey, man. Um, again, so impressed. And I watched him after the game, watched the way he handled himself on the postgame crew. Uh, you know, it's hard not to root for the guy the way everything went last night. I think he just wants to play. Um, he's just, you know, coming from, um, where was he? he was at Carolina. Mm-hmm. Like coming from all the way over there to come to L.A. And like you said, only in a day, just meshed. It just made it happen. Yeah, it was amazing. Unbelievable. I, was, I mean, I'm upset about the loss for the Raiders, but I can't hate on the guy because he really really did that. It was wild. Here was the locker room last night after the game. Alright, here we go. Bring it up, guys. Bring it up. Hey, great job, man. Unbelievable. Want to be able to recognize special coach real quick. Alright, was with the Raiders. Now he's with us. Where's Greg Olson, man? Recognize. All right, Taylor Rapp closing it out. So many big time stops defensively. Van Jefferson, Ben Skoranek making plays. Yep. All right, but and help lead us to a victory. See you guys on Monday. Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Oh, that was awesome. All right, anyway, I, I liked the victory speech. I was wondering how that was going to go. It's exactly how I expected it to go. And, again, it was a good story last night. It was amazing. And Al Michaels, this wild finish. Three wins, by the way. Three wins for the Rams. And you realize that that loss could have ended the Raiders' chances of going to the playoffs. They were hot. They were winning. Everybody was talking about them. And somehow... They found a way to lose that football game, 
and give up that 98-yard game-winning drive at the end? Lost 30 yards to penalties in the last thirty, uh, last minute and 30, and I'm watching the game, and I'm like, what? What is going? What are these calls? I understand, um, you know, the uh, personal, uh, the personal foul, the unsportsmanlike. I get that one, but there's a lot of holds that they called. And I'm like, oh, come on, man! And and those were play, those were holds that they were doing all game, and they weren't calling it. That last minute and thirty seconds literally changed the dynamic of the entire game. You're right. You're absolutely right. And then Derek Carr with the interception, like. Oh, please. I'm with you. But I mean that by the time that ball was thrown, it was over. The game was over. You realize that, right? There was they had no they had no chance. It was done by then. Once the once the magic of number seventeen <laughs> number seventeen. Once the magic of number seventeen was in, that was the end of that. And by the way, if I'm Baker Mayfield, I'm keeping that number as long as possible. Fitzmagic loved the fact that he was seventeen. Um and and you know, they're telling him don't don't switch. Don't switch that number. You gotta keep that now. Ride that thing out as much as possible. Yeah, absolutely. So, if it works, don't change it. And there's been good 17s over the years. I think, um, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't Don Meredith number 17 for the Cowboys? I'm almost I'm positive sure. he was. Um, if you look up Don Meredith, I think he was number 17 uh, for the Dallas Cowboys back in the day. Yeah, he was 17. So, you know, there have been some some pretty uh, amazing uh, number 17s over the years. In uh, you know, as far as uh, as far as players go, as far as quarterbacks go, so I'm trying to think who else wore 17. I think Steve DeBerg wore 17 as well. Um, Philip Rivers, uh, there there are some good ones. So you know, there were some good 17s. You know what? You brought up a good point, Steve, about you know him trying to mesh into the uh, the system, only being there for like a day and a half. Mm-hmm. But what was crazy was like it wasn't just like a lineman or a, it was a quarterback you know that's like well that's a little bit it's it's a lot that's, that's a true. lot to be put on your back and like hey you got to go out there and win this game good luck man good job by chad uh, middle fingerton uh, giving us the jake delome reference today that he wore 17 delome i like that so yeah there was some there were some good ones philip rivers might be the best 17 but there were some others. I mean, Jake DeLoma had a nice little run for himself with the, with the uh, Panthers during the day. Um, anyway, that was last night. I couldn't believe the ending. It was fun, and I and I feel happy for, um, I feel happy for a guy like Al Michaels who's had so many bad games this year for Thursday night football. But at least these games have been you know some of them have turned into great great endings, and he had a chance to call this one, and it was a great ending. So good for him. Ivan Melendez is in our uh, lobby right now. We're going to bring him into our uh, 600 ESPN El Paso Lubingo Oil Changer Studio. Um, I'm so interested to hear what Ivan has to say about what he's gone through over the last six to eight months. If you want to get into the phones to talk to Ivan Melendez, now is the time to get in. We've got lines available for you, too. 505-6009-505-6009. If you can't get into the show, you can always tweet us, 600 ESPN El Paso. But the Hispanic Titanic is next. Looking forward to that right after Charlie One gets us started. With- Freeway, you're stacked up right here. First of all, you have a lot of congestion right now. We're talking about I-10 East and I-10 West. Piedras to airway, airway to Piedras, stacked up traffic. You're almost bumper to bumper all the way there, both sides of the freeway. Just keep that in mind. Why? 
because then east to the Wattage Port of Entry, US 54 south to the Wattage Port of Entry. What this does is just congest the traffic on the freeway, stacks it up right there. So just keep that in mind. Nothing but brake lights going on central part of the freeway. In fact, it extends all the way on the westbound, all the way to airway, almost to bike count there. Also on the west side, I-10 west in Mesa, that traffic building, I-10 at Red both sides, you're uh, stacked up with traffic right there. And uh, this update brought to you by Leo's Restaurant, 7520 Remcod, open for dining and carryout, Tuesday through Sunday, 11 to 8, party trays, popular with Tea specials. Also, we have the Tampiqueña's top cereal of the state, the chicken breast Tampiqueña, that's my favorite, chile con queso steak, chicken breast, chile con carne, and don't forget that it's uh, delicious sopapillas. Go Miners, Leo's Restaurant, 7520 Remcod, Charlie 1, 600 ESP, El Paso. This is for the men who never settle, the ones who believe only quitters and a game and a tie. This is the Lodge mentality. This is Twin Peaks. The countdown to Qatar is on. Make Twin Peaks your spot for every match of the World Cup. You won't miss a game. Twin Peaks is opening their doors early for morning matches. Bring the crew and wake up with the scratch favorites you love and classic brunch drinks that won't break the bank. See your favorite store for more details. Twin Peaks eats, drinks, scenic views. It's time to get rolling. You can win a brand new car when you play Roll 'em and Ride 'em at Sunland Park Racetrack and Casino. Earn entries today and five times every Saturday, you could be rolling the dice for your share of $1.1 million, including a brand new car from Casa Ford in El Paso. To play Roll 'em and Ride 'em, get rolling to the place where there's always more Sunland Park Racetrack and Casino. Keep it fun. Play responsibly. Need help? Call 1-800-572-1142. When choosing a wireless provider, you're forced to compromise. But what if you didn't have to? What if you could get reliable service without a contract and save money? Introducing Total by Verizon, a new no-contract, no-credit-check carrier for you and your family with plans starting at just $30 a month on America's most reliable 5G network. Total by Verizon is available at TotalByVerizon.com and at retailers nationwide. Based on first-place rankings and RootMetrics first half 2022 5 5G assessments of 125 metros. Experiences may vary, not an endorsement. Dell Technologies' days of deals for business start now with fresh, limited quantity deals on tech to drive productivity. Save on select performance laptops and desktops powered by 12th Gen Intel Core processors. Don't forget special pricing on the latest monitors, docks, and accessories, plus free shipping on everything, and special financing with Dell Business Credit. Call a Dell Technologies advisor at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. Research shows listeners prefer a personalized experience. So to help you remember Liberty Mutual customizes your home insurance, we personalize this ad for Amber, who really misses boy bands from the 90s. Hey, girl. (laughs) I'm the cute one. Here to tell you how Liberty Mutual customizes your home insurance so you only pay for what you need. I'm the heartthrob. The only thing I love more than you is saving. And I'm the other boy in the band everyone forgot about. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Tis the season for Conference USA Basketball. The UTEP Miners tip off the league slate against La Tech Saturday, December 17th at 6 in the Haskins Center. Sponsored by ABC7. Santa Claus is coming to the Don on Holiday Hoops Night. Mattress Firm is the presenting sponsor of UTEP Men's Basketball. Tickets start at $9.15. And don't miss the UTEP women in their Conference USA home opener versus UAB Thursday, December 29th at Seven. Visit utepminers.com or call 747-UTEP for tickets. 600 ESPN El Paso.com
19 past the hour as we continue here on Sports Talk. Jason Craig in with me today. As promised, Ivan Melendez dropping into our Lubingo Oil Changer studios and looking forward to uh, spending uh, the rest of the hour with uh, a man that had uh, one of the great uh, college seasons of all time. Picked up every piece of hardware he could. Now he's a member of the Arizona Diamondbacks system, and he's in El Paso uh, for the next few weeks, closing out 2022. As crazy as this year has been, is it nice to be home finally and getting a chance to at least relax for a little bit? Yeah, it's amazing. I felt like I was just traveling all over the place, playing ball, just, you know, finally taking time off, get to relax, you know, kick my feet up a little bit. Yeah, it's been a wild, been a wild year for you. I mean, just think about it. All the college games you played, and then you went right into pro ball after that. And then, you know, you finally have a chance to uh, to, to kind of, uh, you know, catch your breath a little bit. And that's, and that's probably, uh, it's pretty nice, right? Yeah, it just felt like never ending, like, you know, it was just one giant season or year, and I could never, like, relax um you know we're doing that right now you know we have another month or so it's been it's been nice that's good that's good what have you yeah. been, now what have you been doing since you've been back just taking it easy hanging out with friends seeing family working out what are you doing uh a little bit of everything you just mentioned um you know working out every day it's you know it's obviously my job i have to do that so i've been lifting grounders hitting the same old hanging out with uh friends that i haven't seen in months so that's family good as well yeah um, did you get a chance to travel at all after the season? Did you take any trips and just have a little downtime? Yeah. Um, well, all of my trips weren't downtime. I was kind of like doing something, whether it was like an award I won in college or training, but, you know, I went to the Dominican Republic, went, you know, visited, uh, the old stopping grounds, UT, mm-hmm. uh, Fort Worth, you know, Arizona, kind of all over the place. Were you at uh, UT for the UTEP game when they were there opening up the Moody Center for the first time here uh, a few weeks back? Uh, no, but I uh, I was invited to go, you know, go. Uh, I think they were going to do something court, you know, courtside for me, but I had strength camp, you know, during that, so I couldn't make it. I understand. Yeah, people have to understand. Now, now you're a professional. You got to, the the responsibilities change a little bit, don't they? Yeah, big time. I'm sure they do. Um, and as far as Texas goes, you graduated. You got your degree. You're done. Yeah. Uh, probably, you know, one of the most decorated uh, college ball players ever to come out of Texas. That's got to feel great, <laughs> all things considered. I mean, when you went there in the first place, going from JUCO yeah. to to Texas, yeah. I mean. You probably figure, hey, let me just at least get a chance to to play, have a nice, uh, you know, carve out a nice little career. Yeah. Thinking you'd be college player of the year in, in just about every award given out, that's got to be uh, beyond even your wildest expectations. No, yeah, the experience was definitely a roller coaster. It's not, you know, all sunshine what everybody thinks or what they see. But the first year, you know, just coming from JUCO, uh, it was just like a big, big change, like playing in front of nobody in small towns. And then all of a sudden you're playing at a big school in front of like 8K, 10K. You know, the fan base is going crazy all over social media. And uh, there was a time where my junior year, I sat like eight straight games. Like, I didn't even play. And then all of a sudden, had to prove myself. Had to go, you know, off. And then senior year, obviously, that was, you know, my senior year. But everybody thinks, like, oh, it was just meant to be. Like, they, they, they figure it just came so easy to you. You, yeah. just, you just put on a Texas jersey, and the next thing yeah. you know, you're hitting balls 450 feet in the air. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't work like that, does it? Yeah. Now, when you uh, when they sat you eight games during your junior year, yeah, were you did you ever get to the point where mentally you started questioning yourself and said, "Hey, man, can I can I do this here?" Or were you always confident that that you belong no matter what? I always knew I belonged no matter what. I was just kind of upset knowing that uh, you know I wasn't playing. You know, other coaches were telling you know all the other staff like he should be playing whatever, but I just kind of like just still did my thing. You know, put in the work. 
still going through my routine and you know after like seven eight games it's kind of like all right like you know I want to get out of here on a transfer like what am I doing here but uh you know I started getting in there started having a good season and you know the rest is history were there other division one programs power fives that had offered you out of junior college besides Texas yeah yeah I probably had a, a handful um I think my top five was Texas Kentucky uh Texas Tech Nebraska Oklahoma State. Those are my top five, but I mean, I had a bunch out of uh, JUCO. So, well, those are all good. Pro- I mean, those are all good programs. Everywhere yeah. you look at them, I mean, Oklahoma State's got a long storied history. Tech is good in baseball. And yeah, Kentucky. I mean, you can't go wrong with any of those, really. Yeah, not at all. They're all good programs. Yeah, absolutely right. And and the funny thing is too, when you were playing high school ball, I mean, you've been swinging aluminum and composite bats probably your whole life since your yeah. since your childhood. And then yeah. when you get to college, do they start to regulate the bats a little bit? So that way, when you make contact, you don't just kill somebody because yeah. as hard as you swing, if you're hitting a line drive back at a pitcher, you could take that person's head off. No, yeah, literally. I think no matter what bat you're using, if you hit it right back at the pitcher, like he's not going to have time to react. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely changed since the Little League days. Obviously, the bats were drop five, drop ten, and now um, they're not the same as they were. The bats aren't the same as they were in the 90s. It's a BB core bat now, so. Um, they don't have as much pop, I guess, the trampoline effect or whatever they used to call it. But you still hit bombs. That's the thing. Is that <laughs> even if it doesn't have much pop, you still yeah. are able to get the most out of it, which tells me just yeah. your swing, your the way you're built, and when you connect with a baseball, yeah. it's going to travel. Yeah. Yeah, I got lucky, I felt like. Well, I mean, I was, just, you know, it's just. Balls ran into my bat, I guess. There you, there you go. Um, as far as now uh, adjusting to wood bats in, yeah. in the pros, yeah. what's the biggest difference uh, that you've seen so far? Uh, well, I mean, a lot of bats are broken. You know, you don't get those fisted squibbers that go through the infield or over the second baseman's head. You know, those duck farts that just yep. drop in. Um, that's Those are outs. You know, your bat's breaking in half. Guys are throwing, you know, 97, 98. It, it is what it is. That's probably, like, the biggest difference. Um, how many bats did you break in uh, Visalia for your, uh, for your 20 games or so that you were up there towards the end of the season? Probably, like, eight. Oh, you did? Yeah, I broke a lot. At the beginning, okay. I was breaking like every single like game. I was breaking at least two. Because it's got to be hard <laughs> for you just because you're used to swinging on some of those inside pitches and, like yeah. you said, still powering that out of the infield. We're yeah. here. The bat breaks. Next thing you know, you're, you have a weak little ground out, and you're thinking, oh, that was a waste. No, yeah, yeah. Literally, sometimes I'd hit a, a foul ball off the end of the bat, and I capped it, and bat breaks in half. I'm just like, wow, like I should have just taken that. Like, why did I even swing? Absolutely, but it's right. not. You know. um, as far as your um, your season, though, you picked it up towards the end uh, in a ball, and yeah. you finished with three home runs, eight RBIs, and considering the way you started and the way you ended, yeah. you probably feel pretty comfortable, don't you? Yeah, yeah. At first, I was just getting used to everything, getting used to the whole team, the whole league. Um, started off one for 20. Like, my bad, I didn't even have a batting average. It was like .05. And I was just trying to get to see a number. And then all of a sudden, you know, season ends is kind of mm-hmm. – I thought I finished decent, you know, the last two weeks. But it was such a short season. Like, it was, it's kind of hard to tell. Um, we're getting questions in for you on Twitter. Uh, Chad wants to know, have you signed any uh, deals yet with gear companies and apparel um, or bats or gloves yeah. and things like that? Uh, for cleats, uh, New Balance, and then batting gloves, Evo Shield, um, Wilson Glove. Okay, so. so everything is, like, different. And uh, Old Hickory, I don't know, like, I mean, how the bat deals work, but, I mean, they sent me, me some stuff. Okay, have you, si- have you signed a contract yet or not yet? 
Uh, for yeah, bat, for bats. Oh, um, old hickory, but I mean it's still kind of open just because they supply me like a certain amount of bats every year. So like, okay. you know, what if I run out? It's kind of it's kind of like a weird type of deal. Um, but at the same time, are they paying you to swing those bats? Uh, yeah. Oh, they yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. All okay. those are you know they all have signing bonus and everything. Yeah, so you get so with so, the product as well. So you are and you're you're wor- you know working with old hickory and they yeah. give you certain bats, but you're also still getting paid to endorse them. That's so that's part of the fun in the project. You know, yeah, yeah, oh, that's kind of how it works. I'm, I'm not sure about. So you said Wilson gloves. Yeah. Uh, New Balance cleats. Yeah. Evo Shield, Shield batting gloves. gloves. You, are you are you coming with like elbow and and leg pad? Do you do you look like the Michelin Man when you're going up there? Because you could just wear every kind of padding you want. <laughs> nah, I try not to. I think all that kind of like the leg guard. When I try to run, sometimes I feel like I'm a trip, so I just you know sometimes wear it. But I always wear the elbow guard because obviously it hurts getting hit in the elbow. Yeah, I would think that elbows are, are a problem. Yeah, least. you need it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's needed. Hey, we were talking about uh, Baker Mayfield wearing. Yeah. Uh, his, did you see his performance last night for the Rams? Yeah, unbelievable. It was, and he was wearing number seventeen. Yeah. Which, by the way, Jason just pointed out as you were number seventeen in Texas. So uh-huh. we were trying to talk about some of the great seventeens, and from a yeah. local standpoint, you're it because that was your number at the University of Texas. Yes, sir. It's. Uh, have they told you yet? Are they are they planning on uh, retiring the number or honoring you? Has there any been any yeah. mention of that just yet? I mean, there's been rumors. I've heard that. I've heard of that uh, discussion. But I mean, I think they wait like ten years or so because Cody Clemens, his number uh, hasn't been worn and it's been since 2018. But most likely uh, will be retired. I don't. I don't know how, how all that works. Well, Roger Clemens' number is retired, right? Yeah. And then who else? How many other numbers are retired? Is uh, Calvin Chiraldi retired? Like six or seven. Yeah. I know. Uh, Burt Hootlin, Roger Clemens, Brooks Kieschnick, mm-hmm. uh, Scott Bryant, uh, Houston Street, Taylor Youngman. Uh, I know I'm missing some, but I mean, I can't remember. Uh, I have a feeling you will be added to that list when it's all said and done. Um, <laughs> I saw a lot of people wearing shirts of yours, jersey yeah. shirts. Uh-huh. Did you at least do well in the NIL world while you were at Texas? Tell uh, me you tell me you did. I mean, I think so. I think I, I did, but I feel like if I played in today or – Next year, I'd have been making a lot more because NIL was like a first year thing when I was when I was there. Now it's you know, settled. it's exploded. Yeah, yeah, of course. But I also think that for you, had you decided to come back and play another year at Texas, how do you top what you did? I mean, you almost say to yourself, yeah. you're the college player of the year. You win every award there is. You can't do better than what you did last year. So it almost yeah. seems like as, as tempting as NIL would be, yeah. you got to cash your chips when you have the chance. No, yeah, it's unbelievable. UT is UT. Like, you know, there's a legacy built there with the program. Unbelievable program. I mean, I've, I want to play there as long as I can. I still had another year of eligibility, but, you know, everybody knew I was going there kind of like it's time, you know. Was you it, got drafted the year before. Now you're going to get drafted higher. It's just it's time to go. Like there's nothing else. Was it? Did you even give it any thought, or did you pretty much know as soon as that last out was made in the College World Series? Yeah. Okay, um, I'm, I'm, I got to go pro. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of everybody knew. I, I mean, told everybody this is my last year. Then when I was, you know, after I got drafted the year before, I was like, all right, like it's my last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, you know, I just bet on myself. I was like, I'm, not, I know I'm gonna get drafted no matter like what I do. I'm gonna have to take it. You know, I'm a. Now it's funny Fourth you said year. it's funny you said you bet on yourself. Ivan Melendez here with us right now, and uh, again our phone number is five zero five six zero zero nine. If you want to get in, you can also email us and uh, chat with us on our mobile app, uh, powered by First American Bank. In fact, Pinky's got a question on the app. It says, "Congratulations, Ivan! You now have to change bats. What kind and size of bat are you using now as you mm-hmm. transition to the wood bat?" So let's let's yeah. let's get that from Pinky. Uh, I've been swinging the MT twenty seven. Which is obviously Mike Trout, his model, uh, Old Hickory, or the uh, 
28NA, which is uh, the Nolan Arenado model as well. Those two, kind of just depending whatever I'm feeling that day. Do you expect to eventually get comfortable enough with the bats where you would like to have your own model, something a little different from the two that maybe is unique to you that you could have? Yeah, of course. I mean, I think every player or every hitter wants their own model just because you kind of you kind of made it at that point once you have your own model that you know. Now, what's the length of the bat and how many ounces are they right now? Uh, it's a thirty-four inch, thirty-one ounce. It's a heavy bat. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's what I've been swinging since I was like seventeen. So it hasn't changed. Trout and Arenado are both. Those are both thirty-four, thirty-ones. Yes. What's the difference in maybe the way they're weighted and the way yeah. the weight is distributed? Um, I wouldn't say like the weight is different. I would say like it's more the knob. Like one has like a. Uh, what do you call it? Not like a flared knob. It's more. I've seen one. Know, it's like, like a hockey puck. Yeah, yeah, that's the popular no? thing now. Okay. Uh, I've swung it. You know, um, when they uh, some bat companies come to uh, some of the pro facilities and mm-hmm. they do all kinds of bat testing. They recommend a bat where you should be swinging, which one you move better. But um, that's definitely uh, one of the more popular ones. That's like a new thing. Goldschmidt swinging in a bunch of other guys. Yeah, that's the hockey I've, puck. I, I've seen that. I, I've seen that too. Yeah. Uh, you're swinging maple. Yeah. yeah. Pro Maple. Yeah. Was there was there ever any possibility that you would go with um, what is it? It's Maple. It's um, you also have Ash, Ash Birch, and, and there's Birch. Was Birch ever in the run? Yeah. Um, I mean, I like them all. I just think uh, Ash breaks a lot faster. It starts chipping on the barrel. Mm-hmm. So with batting practice, you probably got to use like a practice one, not your gamer. Is there a way to um, keep your gamers from breaking? Do you try and whether it's boning the bat or just something that makes them stronger so that yeah. way they don't or, – or getting them dipped a few different times? Because I've heard getting them dipped is also another way to try to keep them from breaking. Yeah, yeah I've heard of that, like the painting, you know, mm-hmm. double painting it or double wrapping it or whatever they call it. I think I've heard of that. But um, I think it's also a common thing for guys to hit off the machine with uh, the softballs, like their softer, squishier ones, just so you – you don't run through brats like crazy. That's actually that's, that's so. probably that's probably a really good idea. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Uh, yeah. Ivan Melendez here with us uh, in our uh, Lubingo Oil Changer Studios as we continue on Sports Talk. Any uh, any sunglasses uh, deals yet? Uh, no, I don't. I'm not comfortable with sunglasses playing. No, real. Even when yeah. you're playing first base, you didn't have with any sun, sunglasses. No, no, I can't. Just you know that feeling when you dip something in the pool, like the reflection, like a mm-hmm. like the pool stick. That's how I kind of see like. I feel like the ball should be, you know, I should be anticipating it sooner than it's actually coming. And just, I don't know, I just don't wear sunglasses. How about eye black? Uh, used to. I don't. I don't anymore. Okay, so you just go regular. That's it. Yeah, um, I feel like I played so many games. It's kind of like just it's, second it's, nature. You just go out there. Since you played third and first yeah. at Visalia, you told me that the Diamondbacks were going to give you an opportunity to play third. That's the position that you've told us in the past that you're most comfortable at because you've played yeah. that before. Yeah. Did you feel good enough at the pro game where yeah. you could continue to get more looks at third? Yeah, yeah. All of my reps right now, practice wise, have been at third. Um. I'm feeling really comfortable. You know, throws have been good. But uh, when I first started playing in A-ball, um, my first three games I made like three errors just because I was so uncomfortable. I hadn't played there in over a year. But after that, they started, you know, hitting me more balls, making more plays. Got more got, natural. Got comfortable, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, have you ever played the outfield? Uh, in high school. High school. Sophomore year when our team was pretty stacked. Has, the, has Arizona ever given you any indication that they might want to ever give you any reps out there in, let's say, right field or, and try you out there? Uh, maybe if, you know, there's like an overload in the lineup and there's nowhere, in, you know, for me to play in the infield, then yeah. But right now our outfield's kind of stacked. We're, all of our outfields, top prospects are 
23 and under, you know. So yeah, they're good. I agree with there's, you. There's, you know, I doubt I'll be playing the outfield. <laughs> but the cool thing is for you, the corner spots, uh, yeah. whether it's first or third, there's not a lot of depth right now in the minor league. So mm-hmm. you're in an organization where you have an opportunity, if you play well, yeah. to move up the ranks and, and yeah. find yourself in a spot to where you could be uh, debuting in, in, uh, in Phoenix in a few years. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, if you produce, you, you move up. That's kind of how it works. It's if funny. You hit, if you hit, you go up. Ivan, I was talking to a uh, an, a relative of yours who I'm going to keep unnamed. I'm not going to give out uh, their uh, their 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 yeah. identity. But when I told them that you were not starting in AAA, they were shocked because they thought that you were so you had such a great year at, at college that you would automatically advance up to AAA. And I said, listen, it doesn't work like that. No, it doesn't. Even if they are the greatest yeah. college player on the planet, they still will usually start in A ball and work their way up because yeah. you have to adjust from college to professional ball. It's just the way it is. Yeah. Yeah, literally, Adley Rutschman was in A ball for a year and a half. Like, That's right, and he was an amazing college. He's player. the Golden Spikes one one. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, just uh, yeah, it just doesn't work like that. Yeah, that that's true. Uh, but yeah. when you look at the way the game is from the athlete standpoint, and, and you tell me quality of pitching you saw oh. in in Visalia in A ball mm-hmm. compared to college, better, worse, the same. How would you kind of describe the quality of the pitching you had a chance to see? Uh, the best way I could describe it, everybody throws hard and wild. I got hit thirty seven percent of my bats in a month, which is did you really? really yeah. You got hit almost like one out of every three at bats. Yep. Yeah. Man. Everybody's throwing. Nine, I don't. I don't even think I faced below ninety five. Like every day, it was just every guy kind of Friday night stuff, but just kind of wild. Uh, Where'd you get hit? Everywhere. Everywhere. Ribs. Hand. Everywhere. Hand. <laughs> yeah, the hand. I got hit three times in one week against the the Dodgers A ball team. And everybody's the- throwing the ninety eight. So. So when you get hit in the hand, yeah. you could break your hand. Have you spoken to yeah. uh, Evo Shield about trying to give you the most padded, protected uh, yeah. gloves you could find? Yeah, I have a handful of those. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, you, but you, you need to make sure that uh, yeah. you know you, you take care of those hands because the last thing you need is a broken uh, is a broken hand from getting hit by a pitch. Yeah, but no. that's interesting that you say that. That in that level, wildness is 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 something that's just uh, you know yeah. part of the game. Yeah, they just get guys that just throw them really hard, and you know the ones that throw strikes and know how to pitch. You know. I hear you. <laughs> as uh, Ivan continues with us, this question comes in from uh, Eric on Twitter. King Eric wants to know, Ivan, what's your off-season workout routine? Yeah. Need some tips to get stronger. All right, so help yeah. uh, help out Eric out. Uh, give him some tips to, uh, to bulk up. Uh, right now I've been doing uh, three, four times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, occasionally Thursday. It just depends what, what your uh, training needs, you know, what you're, what you're looking to do, what are your goals. Um. If you're, you know, working on trying to get stronger, I'd suggest deadlifting and, you know, throwing that in there twice a week, you know, Monday, Friday, or just heavy lifting with, you know, some sprint work and all that. It just depends what your goals are. Now, for you, did you really start lifting in a big way uh, in high school or was it yeah. junior college? Uh, I mean, I've been lifting since I was like 14. Really? Yeah, yeah. Two-sport athlete, you know, football. They're at us lifting crazy. Coronado. Mm-hmm. Summer, you know, every summer. Did you gravitate so. more towards baseball than football in uh, at Coronado? Um, I, after my sophomore year is when I started leaning more towards baseball, but my freshman year, I wanted to play football. What position? Um, I played tight end, but I wanted to play quarterback like my younger years and then I never really got put out there. So I just 
So you went, so you went to baseball, and the rest is history. Yeah, exactly. That, that makes a lot of sense. Exactly. Um, but a typical workout for you, uh, you said deadlifting. Do you? I mean, are you a big fan of just free weights? Is that what yeah. you like the most? Um, no, I mean, now that I'm getting older, I feel like uh, medicine balls and like all that's kind of beneficial for me. I can't just go out there and start, you know, deadlifting 500 every day. Like mm-hmm. now, it's kind of you got to use your resources wisely. Do you have a personal trainer? Uh, yes, Rob. Rob Godinas. I'm sure you've heard of him yeah, here. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, been All with right. him since high school. Oh, that's good. And yeah. then um, do you also um, have a pretty strict diet you try to follow right now as far as uh, just off-season plan? I'm not on a strict diet. I just try to clean it up, you know. I don't, I'm not trying to eat things I shouldn't be eating, but, you know, I try to eat a lot of, like, steaks, chicken, a lot of vegetables. But you're living in El Paso for the next month. So yeah. when you have cheat days, what does the cheat day consist of? Damn, some huevos rancheros from... From grandma or some enchiladas, some some tacos. Just That's what I would expect. Tacos, well, first off, and, and, and let's be honest, nothing nothing beats some good huevos rancheros, right? That's that's yeah. as good as it gets. Do you like uh, chilaquiles too? Of course. Yeah, so okay. I, like I understand. All right, we're going to come back. More with Ivan as we continue. Oh, by the way, are you a fan? This is the beer, beer request. Are you a fan of Spam? spam? I haven't eaten spam in a while. I mean, did you eat yeah. in college? Did you ever get to the point where nah. you know you needed you needed a budget nah. and you started buying these things and just going to on the spam attack? Nah, my my budget food was just uh, scrambled eggs. Honestly, <laughs> how's the training table at Texas? By the way, pretty good. Yeah, it's amazing. I bet you. Yeah, steaks. A job for everything. Yeah, uh, nutritionist, so dietitianist. Yeah. So anything you wanted to eat was yours. Basically, yeah, that's, yeah. Oh, you go and then just you know munch out. You got that's, everything. That's that's everything yeah. you need. Terrific. All right, we'll wrap up the hour with Ivan next. Stay with us. Twenty in front of five. Our phone number is five zero five six zero zero nine. You can also tweet us like uh, Eric and Chad, or uh, get us on the app like Pinky. Stay with us. Sports Talk continues. Six hundred ESPN El Paso. Hi there. Happy Friday. I'm ABC 7's Hillary Florin for 600 ESPN El Paso. I've got a look at the headlines on this 9th day of December from our KVIA studios. Starting things off with a look at our forecast and storm tracker Nicole Gomez. Happy Friday, everyone. We'll be under mostly cloudy skies today with an afternoon high of 66 degrees and calm winds throughout the afternoon. We're under mostly cloudy skies tonight. We dropped to the 40s and we're in store for a really great looking weekend. But an ABC 7 first alert is in effect because we have a strong storm system that will be moving in on Monday. And that's going to crank up the winds and cool us down starting Tuesday and Wednesday. You can find your complete forecast at KVIA.com. Thanks, Nicole. Classes at Socorro High School are expected to be normal today after a shooting prompted a lockdown on Thursday. It happened near the intersection of Horizon Boulevard and Stockyard Drive. That's east of Socorro High School. No information is available regarding any arrests at this point in connection to that shooting. We do know the El Paso County Sheriff's Office and police are working together searching for a suspect. We'll continue to bring you updates on air and online at kvia.com as soon as we get new information. Meanwhile, turnout is lagging behind for the three city council races that advanced to a runoff after the first eight days of early voting. Here are the numbers reflecting the total number of ballots cast through the end of Wednesday. So far, nearly 3,700 voters have cast a ballot out of more than 160,000 registered and eligible to vote in the three districts voting for a city council rep. That accounts for only 2.2% of a turnout so far. Early voting runs through December 13th. Election day is December 17th. You still have time to make sure your vote counts. Across the border now to Mexico, where authorities detained two people accused of kidnapping 29 migrants. A bus headed for Juarez with 29 migrants from Venezuela and Colombia was intercepted by two vehicles, according to police. The men shot and injured the driver who managed to escape. He managed to alert police who managed to stop the men near Juarez, where they found those 23 migrants. 
I'm Hillary Florin. That's a look at your headlines. Have a great day. Well, in the El Paso Metroplex, we're not doing too bad, but in northeast, we have a crash. US 54 north of Kenworthy, we have a crash. So watch for it. There's going to be some spectator delays here. It's taking up a lane. US 54 north of Kenworthy, backing up the traffic about a mile there. You're going to see those brake lights coming on. But also, you're going to see brake lights coming on right now on I-10. I-10 East Cotton through the Spaghetti Bowl area. Brake lights coming on. A lot of uh, tail lights coming on there. That's because that traffic going to the widest port of entry. On the other side of the fence, I-10 West to the widest port of entry. Backing up that traffic to Geronimo. Almost the airway again here. You see the uh, brake lights coming on here. A lot of congested traffic. And then we go to US 54 South to the widest port of entry. Backing up the traffic there on US 54 South. On the west side, that typical slowing. I-10 West and Mesa. I-10 in red, both sides. Congested traffic right there. This update brought to you by Leo's Restaurant, 7520 Rimcon. Open for dining carryout Tuesday through Sunday, 11 to 8. Party trays, popular Mr. T specials, full menu, fresh, delicious, affordable. Home of the first of Papilla. Thank you for choosing Leo's and go miners. Leo's Restaurant, 7520 Rimcon. Charlie 1600, ESPN El Paso. Let First America Bank be your business resource. Our team is a group of highly specialized professionals that take a consultative approach to understand how your business runs to help you maximize efficiencies, minimize costs, and help you make money. We proactively introduce the newest products, technology, fraud protection, online tools, and more. Because as your trusted business partner, when you succeed, we do too. Find out how we can get it done for you. First American Bank, local first since 1903. Member FDIC. This is Steve Kaplowitz and 600 ESPN El Paso has a great way for you to enjoy sports talk on demand. Download our show by subscribing to the free 600 ESPN El Paso podcasts on your Apple or Google Play device. After that, you can enjoy the best of sports talk each day delivered commercial free to your phone or tablet. That's right. All the best calls, interviews, and insight with the touch of a button so you never miss a moment. 600 ESPN El Paso Podcasts. When choosing a wireless provider, you're forced to compromise. But what if you didn't have to? What if you could get reliable service without a contract and save money? Introducing Total by Verizon, a new no-contract, no-credit-check carrier for you and your family with plans starting at just $30 a month on America's most reliable 5G network. Total by Verizon is available at totalbyverizon.com and at retailers nationwide. Based on first place rankings and Metrics first half 2022 5G assessments of 125 metros. Experiences may vary. Not an endorsement. I have a hunch you're going to like this. Winning is easy when you punch a bunch of cash at Sunland Park Racetrack and Casino. Seven times every Tuesday and Thursday through December, you could be the Sunland Park player punching up to $5,000. Win your share of $630,000. Winning is easy when you punch a bunch of cash where there's always more. Sunland Park Racetrack and Casino. Keep it fun. Play responsibly. Need help? Call 1-800-572-1142. Did you know Nissan EVs have traveled 8 billion miles? Just a quick trip to Pluto and back. And what did we learn along the way? Well, that an EV can take on the world, like the Nissan Leaf. It can move racing forward and take your breath away, like the all-new Nissan Aria. We learned to make EVs that electrify. 8 billion miles driven by Leaf owners globally since 2010. Aria not yet available for purchase. Expected availability late fall. Subject to change. Dell's Days of Deals start now with fresh limited quantity deals each day on tech to power every passion. Save on select XPS laptops and Alienware PCs powered by 12th gen Intel Core processors. 
Don't forget, special pricing on the latest monitors, docks, and accessories. Plus, free shipping on everything and monthly payment options with Dell Preferred Account. Just call 877-ASK-DELL for days of deals savings. That's 877-ASK-DELL. I wanted to know why some people who get COVID-19 get it so bad. I found out it may be because they have a high risk factor, such as heart disease, diabetes, being overweight, smoking, and asthma. Even if symptoms feel mild, these factors can increase your risk of COVID-19 turning severe. So if you're at high risk and test positive, there are things you can do, like asking your healthcare provider if an authorized oral treatment is right for you. Learn about an option at treatcovid19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer. I just found someone the perfect gift. And when my friend asked where they could get it, I said only at Kohl's. I've been gift shopping there and getting Kohl's cash every day while saving on must-haves like sweaters from Propt and Borrow and Sonoma Goods for Life starting at $19.99. Cookware from the Food Network at 20% off and cute boots from So and Elsie Lauren Conrad starting at $23.99. Plus, you can take an extra 20% off or save more with the Kohl's card. So get to Kohl's now. You'll thank me later. Select styles, 20% off since December 11th. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details. Hi, my name is Jackie, and a little thing that I love about the Chick-fil-A peppermint chip milkshake is the whipped cream and the cherry on top. It's like a little bow on top of this great present of peppermint chip goodness. It tastes like the holidays. Hey, my name is Chandler, and a little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A peppermint chip milkshake is the little pieces of the peppermint that you get. For me, no milkshake is topping the peppermint chip milkshake. Order a Chick-fil-A peppermint chip milkshake on the Chick-fil-A app today. Available for a limited time. Real customers paid for their testimonials. For all things sports, download the 600 ESPN El Paso app. Sponsored by First American Bank. New to El Paso, but not to the area. Local first since 1903. Back here on Sports Talk as we continue. UTEP Zay is in the house producing the show. That gives Jason the chance to slide in here into our talk studio. Ivan Melendez with us as well. If you want to get a question in in our final segment, 505-6009. Still to come, Steve Foster talking Cowboys football next hour. All right, Adolfo tweets the show at BravesFan1313. Congratulations to you first. Any plans in your future to have baseball camps for our youth here in El Paso. Yeah, of course. Of course. I just don't know when. Obviously, right Have now. It's be winter cool. camps for you, probably during yeah. the off season. This first year, it was like, all right, strength camp, and then training in Dominican Republic, and then now we got instructs going. So it's just like. So there was, was really hard. Not, there was just not a lot of time. No, yeah. But next year, when I get that whole five months off of not doing first year player stuff, then mm. yeah, let's do it. You know? Yeah, you need you need help. You need somebody to help manage your. I need. Uh, I do need time. help. Yeah, all right. <laughs> that's yes. all it is. Honestly, like I'm planning on it. You know, it's just that's that's where we're at right now. I hear you. That's, well, that's the only first issue. off, 2022 has been so busy for you. It's. Yeah. I mean, this is really probably the first time you've had a chance just to catch your breath and and yeah. and just uh, relax a little bit, right? Yeah, exactly. I'm it's sure all traveling, playing. Itself. Hey. Meanwhile, you've watched this offseason in baseball. It's been amazing what's happened. I mean, first, crazy. it is crazy because think about it. You've got DeGrom going to the, uh, to the Rangers from the Mets. Uh-huh. You've got Judge signing a ridiculous contract uh, you know, for, with the Yankees. Yeah. And then look what the Padres just did getting Xander Bogarts. Trey Turner yeah. gets $300 million from Philadelphia. Yeah. You realize that as a, as a baseball player, 
this is a pretty good time to be trying to come up and make a big leagues, isn't it? Yeah, that's definitely life-changing money right there. That's generational wealth. It is generational Play wealth. Play shortstop for the Dodgers and then hit free agency. You're set that's, for life. That's, exa- <laughs> that's exactly right. Literally, that's all. Yeah. So when you get an opportunity, and let's hope you get a chance in the next couple of years to break into the bigs, and if things keep going well for you and you establish yourself and you, and you become a not just a regular, but you have a chance to become a star mm-hmm. uh, and, and get that first big contract, what, mm-hmm. what, what are you going to do? Take care of the family for life? Make sure the parents are all set and you're good to go? Yeah, definitely retire the parents and go from there. That's the first thing, you know. But you've got little brothers. Yeah, yeah, two younger brothers. And uh, and and, and they both play ball too, don't they? Yes, sir. Tell me a little bit about them. Uh the middle one, he's a uh, 20, he's at Juco here in EPCC pitcher. Um my youngest brother is Ian, he literally just turned 16 like 2 days ago. So he's a sophomore coming through playing second shortstop. I've heard Ian's a pretty good ball player. I heard the, I mean they all yeah. are, but I mean you yeah. tell you tell me. Yeah. Okay. Who do you think has the highest ceiling of the two? Um Probably Ian, just because he's younger. I mean, obviously, you have a higher ceiling being younger. Um, but with his athleticism and his makeup, I think he could go a long way. Especially if he's in the middle infield right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he could swing it. I think he swings it pretty well. Doesn't He's not a swing and miss guy. He, you know, he knows he, what he's doing. Is he built cool. like you? Is he like a mini-me? No, no. We were literally measuring ourselves on our birthdays. And it was his birthday the other day. And we, we measured right next to all of our like sibling heights and everything. And I was... When he so hold on. When he turned sixteen, yeah. or when you turned sixteen, I was, I was that size at twelve. Seriously? Yeah, he's you like were, five six, five seven. Yeah. Have you ever asked your parents who your real parents are, or <laughs> have you kept that part quiet? No, I'd probably say I'd look just like my parents. You know, my mom's five nine, my dad's six one. I'm oh, six two. Okay, six three, so you so. so you're normal. I'm normal. Yeah. So there, you know, he's a little bit behind the curve. He's got to start shooting up a little bit here these next couple of years. Yeah, he needs a growth spurt. Or yeah, he does. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Well, maybe uh, you know he'll be fine. I'm yeah, sure. Second base. And and how's and and how's the middle one that's pitching? Is he uh, can he throw pretty hard? It's pretty good. Yeah, low nineties, I think. I don't know what he tops at, but I mean, you, you know, he's a good arm. That's all I know. That's, that's yeah. listen. It sounds like it's been so much fun for you. All right, so you're yeah. going to be you're going to be here for a few weeks. Get a chance to relax, stay, yeah. you know, get strong and everything else, and then you're going to be heading off to Instructs, right? Now, yeah. Instructs going to be at the, uh, sp- the the complex out yeah. there at Talking Stick. Yeah, Scottsdale, Saw River, right there. Yeah, exactly. We playing like the same teams there. You know, in Arizona. Oh, so you're going to get hit 33% of the time in Instructs, just like you did in Visalia. Uh, no, no, this one's different. This is just uh, first-year guys. Oh. And at Visalia, it's kind of just anybody, you know what I mean? Obviously, anybody in the org. So is first-year, is this? Is it better or worse if you're going up against first-year guys? I mean, to look at all the pitchers that were drafted this year, I would say pretty good. Like, there's a lot of talent pitching-wise. Coming good. Out of this year's draft class. So this could be uh, this could be a lot of fun for you. Hopefully. Yeah, been been putting in the work, so. Excited. And then do you get any kind of a break after the instructs or do you just jump right into spring training? I think you get like two like two weeks off before spring training. How nice of them. <laughs> yeah, nice of them. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's better than nothing. That, that, that is true. At least, at least you have some You can do time. a lot in two weeks. You know? that, you can, that, that's right. That's you right. get a lot of rest, a lot of, you know, a lot of things done. Yeah. And then, um, all right, and then you go off to that. So my advice is for El Paso wins, by the way, uh, if they want to get a chance to try to see you work out and hit some baseballs between now and the end of the year, where's the best chance they might find you? Um, I usually hit either at, like, one of the local high schools or I go to with my uh, buddy from that I trained with when I was, like, 15, Joe Coppinger. He started mm-hmm. up a new place. He's been throwing me banding practice. I go to go with my brother sometimes at the drip facility, Sunland or Bimal. 
I kind of it just varies whenever you know. So you float from place to place to place. Yeah, unfortunately, I know I don't I don't try to. It's just someone texts me, yo, you want to go hit? Then I'm just like, yeah. That's right. it's hard. It's hard to turn it. that down, right? Yeah, it <laughs> yeah. All That's right. all it is. Well, listen, it's been a lot of fun having you back in the studio with us. Great to see you. Congratulations on everything. And let's keep in touch and get you back here. We'll get a chance to keep progress and see how things are going with you. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. You got it. Appreciate Ivan it. Melendez with us here on Sports Talk as we continue. Hour number two coming up next. Welcome here. 600 ESPN El Paso is KROD El Paso, a Town Square media station. Hi, everyone. With today's Cowboys Report, I'm Christy Scales. Cavante Turpin is ready for a breakout in the return game, and it could come this weekend against the Texans. We explain why right after this. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. What does it mean to be a part of Cowboys Nation? At Reliant, it means powering the home of the Dallas Cowboys and homes of Cowboys fans across Texas and helping out when needed most. As an electricity provider, it's our commitment to every customer and their family. And it's as strong as our Texas roots. It's our promise today and for generations to come. Reliant, proud to be the official energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. PUCT number 10007. The Cowboys are heavy favorites for this Sunday's home game against the one-win Texans, who are the lowest-scoring team in the league, and their special teams gave up a punt return touchdown in their loss last week to the Browns. Cowboys punt returner Cavante Turpin has studied that film all week, and he's hoping this is the weekend he breaks out with his first touchdown of the regular season. He knows the fans are ready for that because he feels their energy every time he's on the field. Especially home games because I know like everybody – I say basically all the fans, they they waiting on it, uh, big big return to happen. So it's like I feel the energy. Just like I feel the energy when I'm out there, I just feel it all. So I missed some opportunities, so this week I'm taking all the opportunities I can take. We can get a return this uh, this week coming up. Kickoff Sunday is noon central. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. 600 ESPN El Paso. Back here on Sports Talk, hour number two underway, along with UTEP Zay, Jason Craig, I'm Steve Kaplowitz. My thanks again to uh, Ivan Melendez for joining us here on the show. Terrific stuff. Uh, Our next guest asked for certain music today, so here we go. This is for our next guest. That's right. You know, whenever he comes on, 
he needs his theme music. He does. He needs his theme music. It's like a professional wrestler. Pretty much. And anytime he can bring in Run DMC, you know, we're, uh, we're rolling. With the Foss, Steve Foster, back with us for our weekly chat. How are you, Foss? Man, I'm doing well. How are y'all? Merry Christmas. Merry, well, it's December 9th, but uh, the fact that you're ready to celebrate Christmas, uh, you know, here on on a random Friday, I like that. It's Christmas all month, man. It's holiday cheer. We're going to have, you know, all of the celebrations, you know, from all of uh, the religions that, you know, participate. I think about, what, on the 18th or so, 19th, we start up. Uh, from the Jewish holidays, and then on the 21st, they get a uh, 26, they throw a little Kwanzaa in, you know? Yep. So, uh, yeah, happy holidays, Merry Christmas. There you go. That's the best way to put it. You're talking about Hanukkah, by the way, for those people wondering. Yes. Hanukkah yes, starts, you know. right? Absolutely. Starts on yep. the 18th, ends yep. on the 26th, and uh, in between, we've got everything else. It's perfect. It's from you. What's that? Kwanzaa. There you go. <laughs> We got we got Hanukkah, we got Kwanzaa, we got Christmas, we got it all. We've got it all. all right. Absolutely. Well, listen. That's right. Tis the season for Foss, Santa Foss. He joins us here on the show. It's great to have you back. And uh, let's just get right to it. All right. Let's not even mess around. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys are playing. Uh, they're playing great football. Uh, Foss. Uh, are, are they teasing fans at nine and three, or is this the real deal? And should this be different than years past? It should be different from years past because the defense, the defense is playing well. I, I, I attempted to explain why you did not need OBJ. Even if you got him, you can't play till January. You don't need OBJ. Can we just put that on the rest? Well, first off, we're not the ones that have to put it to rest. Jerry's the one that needs to put it to rest. Well, okay. There's no sense of busting up your salary cap, $15 million for a guy. I mean, anyway, I'm just going to leave that alone. As, as a football player and a football coach and a football fan, I, I do not advocate for having to have OBJ. So... That's fine. We go to the defense. We go to the defense of the Dallas Cowboys. That is where you can get some advancement. That is where you can make it to an NFC championship. That is where you have the ability to therefore make it to Arizona. Right there. Uh, they have. They have. By the way, starting with the Sunday night game against the Texans. I'm sorry, the Sunday morning game against the Texans. Then yeah. they've got. Um, then they've got the, the Jags, the Eagles. Yep. And uh, yep. then the Titans, Titans. on, yep, that's yep. going to be the, the big one on the 29th. And then uh, the Commanders uh, will be, a, I guess, a, a time to be determined. Do you think this team could win their last five and actually go 14-3 and three into the playoffs? They could. I, I think 13-4 and four is more realistic. But, yes, they could go 14-3. and three. Well, I'll say this. They've won five of their last six. Their only loss came against the Packers in that 31-28 defeat. And some people are looking at the Texans as a trap game this Sunday. Well, again, what people don't understand, and I wish I could take people to training camp and put them on the sidelines, just because you're not the best NFL team 
doesn't mean you don't have NFL players. These guys are big, strong, and fast people. Real big, real fast, real strong. They move faster than 99% of everybody else on the planet. I don't think people understand that. You know, people look at me now and they're, oh, Foss, you can't play. No, Foss can play. But Foss also got concussion. <laughs> Foss also had broken stuff. <laughs> it hurts. These guys move 20 miles an hour at 240, 300 pounds. It hurts. It's a tough game. They're not trying to go to Arlington to just lay an egg and lose. It's an in-state rivalry game. It's not a trap game. It's a rivalry game more so than a trap game. Yes, because they're not. you're not going to play your best wherever. You better. That's your job. You better play your best every week. And here's the thing. If you want to rest the player, okay. But the player that substitutes in better be at 100%. Or NFL, not for long. You won't be there. How do you call this a rivalry if these two teams play like once every four to six years in the regular season? Well, they play in the preseason, too, and that, that gives it. They have the cup. I think I forget what the, it's a governor's cup or something. I was there when they first presented the daggone thing in 2001. They 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 play for something, whether it be preseason or not. All right, Atlas, that's fine. You know my thoughts on preseason. I think preseason is completely irrelevant. You're right. So You're right. And and these regular season games, yeah, they count. But you look at the Texans; they're one ten and one. They're one and five on the road. The Cowboys are six and one at home, nine and three overall. They're seventeen point favorites in this one against so, the Texans. Right. So the only thing that's really a trap is: Are you going to take the seventeen? That's the only trap about this. We know who's going to win this game. <laughs> we know who's going to win this game. This isn't the surprise that Baker Mayfield did yesterday. We know who's going to win this game. It's just by how much. By the way, uh, Baker Mayfield, let's let's talk about that for just a second. I said uh, on the show to start, one of the greatest performances in the history of the game because I don't think people understand how difficult it is in football at that position, especially to jump in, have one day to work with your team, and suddenly know the playbook enough to start and then go down the field and engineer a two-minute drive to win a football game? Well, you know, again, people called me a homer. You know, I did his high school games. I did his state championship year. I've known Baker since he's been in 10th grade. He's a good guy. Sometimes he's misunderstood. I wholeheartedly get that one as well, Cappy. He loves football, though. That's a football loving this guy. He studies. He watches film. He enjoys the game, but he's a winner. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody said, oh, he's like Johnny Manziel. No, 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 no. Baker Mayfield's a legit football player who studies and takes his profession and craft seriously. He's not out partying with the rock stars and trying to get in videos. No, he's a football player. Now, you said something interesting, though. You said he was misunderstood, and I agree with that because when he first came into the league, um, I didn't like him. 
I don't think a lot of people liked him. They thought he was arrogant. They thought he was somebody that um, just you know hadn't hadn't earned the right to do some of the things he did. And and maybe you know having an opportunity to bounce around these last couple of years and almost see your NFL career go down the tank, it uh, it, it brings you back down to earth. And suddenly he's an underdog, and people are rooting for him now. Cappy. It's the same stuff, different day. It's the same thing in college. Didn't get a bunch of looks, went to Texas Tech, then they, you know, and he was patient, went to Oklahoma, sat out a whole year, and came back and did what he did. I mean, you know, beat Ohio State at Ohio State. I was at that game. They hadn't won. Oklahoma hadn't won in the shoe in forever. It just, I mean, it depends what you want, okay? Do you want the strong, silent type? You know, it's a Tom Landry? Or do you want a, a bananas-type coach that's doing all the talking all over the place, running around, and, you know, Bill Parcells? They're just different. But does it mean that they're not winners? And that's what people lost sight, I think, with bravado and winning. There's a difference. And if you bring bravado and you win, I'm okay with that. That's fine. If you bring bravado and you win, you've earned it. That's the key. But we see, I mean, it's so interesting because teams are enamored with quarterbacks in the draft. And you look at Mayfield and where he was picked, okay? And given that... But, Cappy, he took the Cleveland Browns to the playoffs. I know he did. Think about that. That's a heck of a lot of bravado, boss. It is. It is. And then he got hurt, and he wasn't the same after that. Well, that, you know, you know, but he—I don't think he's Carson Wentz. No, I agree with you there. But I mean, Carson Wentz has never really had that that breakout that that everybody thought he would when he was drafted at least at least um you know at least Mayfield had that that uh, that first year in Cleveland well my point is Baker's bouncing back mm-hmm. and he will get to where he wants to go and that's be be a solid NFL quarterback wherever that is you know and, and I commend him for it if he's got to move around you know it, it, he's not you know, it, it kind of reminds me a little bit of Jim Plunkett. It's not the same storyline, but Jim Plunkett was considered garbage too till he went to the Raiders, even though he was a Heisman Trophy winner and did fairly decent at the Patriots. Eh, fairly decent. I mean, Plunkett never in New England was the quarterback that he turned into in uh, in, in Oakland. Well, my, just, that's, that's my point. That's my point exactly. <laughs> Baker's a little ahead of that. And he, I think the good team, he has the possibility of getting back to the playoffs. I'm not going to say he's going to win two Super Bowls like Jim Plunkett. Don't know. I mean, that Raiders team was unreal with Marcus Allen, Cliff Branch, rest in peace, uh, and a whole bunch of other folks surrounding them. Mike Haynes, Lester Hayes, you know, un- unreal Pro Bowl and Hall of Famers. Yeah. But – but if we're talking about this Sunday, let's shift gears back to Dallas. Please. They've got guys on that team, on the back end, in Diggs and company, and Curse, to the mid-level guys, with the beast Michael Parsons, 
and Wilson playing, and then that defensive line, Dan Quinn has it right. Not everybody needs to be a head coach. Do your job and specialty as a defensive coordinator. Leave the press conferences and all that alone and work with those 11 to 17 guys that you rotate in on Sunday that are just world beaters on defense. I get you. Solidify that and then let all the Dak, Zeke, and Pollards and CDs do whatever they need to do to get one or more points than the guys that you're smashing and stopping. It's a great formula. But see, people look past the subject matter expertise that they possess, and, and they want the whole world. Don't you don't? Some people aren't built for that. Dan Quinn's doing the greatest job, and he got to the Super Bowl. Don't get mm-hmm. me wrong, but he he does his best on defense, and that is where I think Dallas carries themselves farther than they've gone in the last four or so years because their defense is so good. Steve Foster with us here on Sports Talk. All right, Foss, uh, how how miserable will Sunday be for Davis Mills under center for the Texans? Oh, he'll hate it. it, it it's a it's a it's the twelve o'clock noon or first game kickoff because it won't be twelve o'clock in El Paso. It'll be eleven. <laughs> It'll be the Matt Ryan version of <laughs> Sunday NFL that he experienced last Thursday. That, yeah, I, I think I think so too. I think so too. So, yeah, I, I don't. You look. You talked earlier about this game and how it's a rivalry. Listen, the Cowboys and the Texans. You can say that all you want. Uh, it's apples and oranges on the talent level between these two. And if Dallas shows up ready to play, there's no reason why they don't win this game by uh, by thirty well, points. Well, one thing I, I'm not sure about thirty, but one thing I've learned living in this part of Texas as opposed to home is that Dallas and Houston, their people go after each other. <laughs> they, 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 there, is a, there is a natural rivalry of I-45 between these two cities. You know, Houston talking smack about being the world champs in baseball. Now, you know, Dallas trying to come back with the counterpoint of, well, your football team sucks and, you know, we're going to go to the Super Bowl. It's there. Whether it's much of one because the Rangers aren't as good as the Astros and the Texans aren't as good as the Cowboys does not slow down the nature of Dallas versus Houston. By the way, uh, one cool storyline for Cowboys fans this Sunday, the return of wide receiver James Washington. Ah, nice. Very nice. Very nice. Originally, he grew up in Texas, Okie State comes back yep so he'll get an opportunity to uh, to make his debut this weekend all and, right and he's, a, he's a solid he's a solid guy here's the other thing about wide receivers it's such a difficult thing to get them the ball consistently versus a running back unless you love running jet sweeps almost all right fair that's fair points listen foss as always, appreciate the analysis, the candor, and uh, looking forward to uh, seeing if, in fact, the game goes as to plan as you described here on the show. Give me a score. 
I think it's probably 35-17. They, pro- they double them up. They double them up. They just cover the spread. Just cover yeah. the spread. Yeah. <laughs> That's where all them folks trying to play Vegas and DraftKings yeah. and all that good stuff. Man, just win the game. That's right. Just win the game. Hey, go go find Adrian since uh, you're going to be in the Dallas this weekend, and he'll oh, be yeah. there. Go find Adrian. Yeah, de- definitely. We need to. We need. Is he going the game? Yeah, he'll be at the game. Okay, definitely. You know what he needs to do is jump on with us at the Sheridan Arlington and jump on the show with us. He should. Can you send a? Uh, can you send a car for him? You know, I can figure something out. All right. Please, <laughs> please do. Or he'll be there with uh, 915 Tours, and he could just walk over to the Sheraton uh, Arlington and join you. That's probably the way to go. How far is the Sheraton from the stadium? Oh, that's walking distance. That's Good. Why, that's, another beauty, that's another beauty of the deal. Jerry does not get to uh, take your uh, parking money if you come see the show. Nice. Come in with us and then just leave your vehicle and make your move. I, I save you. I save you at least thirty bucks. Good job. Way to go. See that? That's what you call saving with the foss. That's fantastic. All right. Um, do me a favor. Uh, hook up with Adrian. Make sure he's on laying down the law with you this Sunday, and I'll be sure to tune in. Absolutely. As well. All right. Good job. Absolutely. Foss. Hey, listen. Thank you. Merry Christmas to everybody uh, back home. Please be safe. Enjoy the holidays. Hug your loved ones, and. Uh, Let's go, Cowboys. You're back next week, and it's going to be the 16th. You've got time. I mean, thank you for wishing me a happy holiday, since I won't talk to you until after that. But you'll be with Adrian the next couple of weeks, and then you could do the same thing. You could wish everybody a Merry Christmas next week and the week after. How's that? Absolutely. But I had to get it to you, Cappy. I mean, you know, there's something, you know, we kind of have have that common bond, and, and we keep moving forward, and... It's always a pleasure. I'm looking forward to the Super Bowl, man. What if, Cappy, what if the Cowboys are in Arizona with us? Oh, my <laughs> God. That would be unbelievable. First off, let's get it. Let's get to the Super Bowl first. We have to make sure the NFL doesn't deny us like they do every year. No, no. No deny. No I've, deny. Never been, I've never been granted a credential to the Super right. Bowl. Let's hope this is the first year. All right? Right. Thanks for Absolutely, the Absolutely, man. Thanks for the time, Foss. Okay. Take care. The Foss, Steve Foster with us here, 21 past as we continue. When we return, a story that broke earlier this week that needed some clarification. I've got it for you next. Stay with us. Charlie won back with his traffic update. The El Paso Metroplex, a lot of stacked up traffic, but before I get to that, there's crashes on the far east side. Joe Battle and Pebble Hills, you're going to see the flashing lights there. Joe Battle, Pebble Hills, but also Edgemere and Tierra Este. Now, that crash just happened. PD on the way. They're not there yet. Edgemere and Tierra Este. So watch for a lot of congestion there. Also, let's go to the freeway. Stacked up traffic right here. I-10 East, Cotton to Reynolds. See nothing but brake lights coming on, partially because of that traffic going to the uh, to the uh, water port of entry. On the other side of the fence, I-10 West to the water port of entry. But that traffic stacked up to Hawkins. Hawkins all the way down to the Spaghetti Bowl area. You are in stop and go at times, bumper to bumper. Nothing but a sea of red right there. U.S. 54 South to the water port of entry. Very congested traffic. But on the west side, I-10 and red, both sides. Stacked up traffic here also. For this update brought to you by Leo's Restaurant, 7520 Remcon. Open for dining to carry out Tuesday through Sunday from 11 to 8. You got the flautas, fajitas, gorditas, chicken and mole, chile con carne, much more. And go Biners, Leo's Restaurant, 7520 Remcon. Charlie 1600 ESPN El Paso.
basketball team is known for its defense on the court. The Oscar Arrieta Agency understands how important defense is off the court. When it comes to defending your home or vehicle, the Oscar Arrieta Agency is the championship team in town. Here's Oscar Arrieta. We wish the Miners and Coach Golding a successful season. Thank you to this community for trusting our agency for the last 25 years. Visit RiseUp915.com to register for giveaways on game day with the Oscar Arrieta Agency. Let's rise up, El Paso, and go Miners! When temperatures fall, you can rise above heating costs with the maximum performance and energy-saving efficiency of a Champion furnace. The complete Champion line is equipped to take on the toughest conditions. So no matter what the season brings, you can depend on a Champion to keep you comfortable while saving money. Visit the Find a Dealer tab and schedule your installation at windsupplyelpaso.com, your local champion supplier, and learn how you can save up to 50% in energy costs. Dell's Days of Deals start now with fresh, limited quantity deals each day on tech to power every passion. Save on select XPS laptops and Alienware PCs powered by 12th Gen Intel Core processors. Don't forget, special pricing on the latest monitors, docks, and accessories. Plus, free shipping on everything and monthly payment options with Dell Preferred Account. Just call 877-ASK-DELL for days of deals savings. That's 877-ASK-DELL. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. Ah, thinking about gas mileage? If your check engine light is on, it may be affecting your MPGs. But the free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help. With the most complete free warning light report backed by technician verified fixes, you'll know what's affecting your gas mileage and more. And you don't have to drive too far to find the fix. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service is available at all 6200 stores. See details at AutoZone.com. This holiday ad will be over in 27 seconds. Unlike the new Duracell battery with power boost ingredients that can last 19,976 seconds in your kid's RC motorcycle, or 6,801 seconds on your beard trimmer for this year's family photo, or 15,172 seconds on your electric frother for some holiday eggnog, and many more seconds to get more out of your holiday season. Duracell, unlike this ad, engineered for more. Tis the season for Conference USA Basketball. The UTEP Miners tip off the league slate against La Tech Saturday, December 17th at 6 in the Haskins Center. Sponsored by ABC7. Santa Claus is coming to the Don on Holiday Hoops Night. Mattress Firm is the presenting sponsor of UTEP Men's Basketball. Tickets start at $9.15. And don't miss the UTEP women in their Conference USA home opener versus UAB Thursday, December 29th at 7. Visit UTEPMiners.com or call 747-UTEP for tickets. 600 ESPN El Paso. All right, back here on Sports Talk. UTEP Zay, Jason Craig. Here now, we're going to have the uh, brand new UTEP soccer coach calling in at 6 o'clock. Looking forward to that. All right, guys. Uh, I got to bring up a story that happened on Monday. That was uh, something that happened like Monday morning, and it caused a, a lot of controversy Monday. It was so interesting. So the Knight Commission met on Monday in Washington, D.C. And for those of you that don't, you've heard the name the Knight Commission, but you don't really know a lot about them. The Knight Commission 
on intercollegiate athletics is um, their purpose is to develop, promote, and lead transformational change that prioritizes the education, health, safety, and success of college athletes. Uh, The commission is composed of current and former university presidents and chancellors, university trustees, and former college athletes, as well as nationally regarded thought leaders from organizations with ties to or involvement in higher education or college sports. They met on Monday, okay? And when they met, um, there were uh, panelists um, in this meeting. Tom McMillan, who is the president uh, and CEO of lead one association um you know he's a he played on the uh, 72 olympic team with jim forbes also played in the nba for years and was also uh, on the um um house of representatives from 87 to 93 so he has been involved in athletics and college sports for over five decades also you had arian wright the director of center for research and intercollegiate athletics um, and Jim, who was there as well. Those are the three, Tom McMillan, Jim Center, and, and Arian Waite. And what happened was, was that um, they were examining a new governance model for FBS football and also um, the views on the Knight Commission's recommendation. Uh, that was the idea. And uh, the recommendations for lead one was to create a new governance structure for FBS football within the NCAA, which would be a new independent management board, as well as a chief operating officer for the sport as part of the NCAA staff. That was the idea of the meeting. And Jim was there to offer up his thoughts. Okay. So Monday morning, Dennis Dodd, who's been covering college football forever for CBS Sports, puts out this tweet. Knight Athletics member Jim Center, UTEP AD, on the changing college culture, basically NIL. And the tweet or the quote was this In 12 to 18 months, it's kind of like the inmates are running the prison. That was the tweet. And it sparked so much controversy Monday morning that Jim had to issue a tweet clarifying his comments. And. He tweeted out, the context of my NIL comment is that overzealous and unscrupulous people may be dictating recruiting and movement of student-athletes from one place to another. For the last 40 years, the NCAA and administrators have worked to remove boosters. I could have used a better analogy. Okay? This was a very big story. And people that heard the tweet felt that Jim was out of line, should be reprimanded. Heck, some thought he should be fired for that comment, for what he said. And when that was happening, all of a sudden, when that story was getting ready to sizzle Monday afternoon, look what happens. New Mexico State gets all of their stuff released. The um, supplement police report, the police videos, the dash cam videos. So all of the stuff that was going on with Jim Center's comments from the Knight Commission completely went away because of all the focus on New Mexico State. Yeah. So yeah, Jim crazy. Jim could thank New Mexico State for that. But my whole thing about the Jim Center comments was I was really wondering what the context of the remarks were, okay? Because, you know, 
it just didn't sound right. And some people thought that when Dennis Dodd sent out that tweet, that when Jim said the inmates are running the prison, he people thought he was referring to the athletes. And no, it was never the athletes. It was all about boosters that were involved illegally over the years in paying athletes under the table to come. But the problem was we had no proof. We couldn't access the meeting because the meeting happened. They never posted any transcript. They never posted any videos until today. The full night commission meeting with Jim Center is on YouTube. And I went ahead and watched the clip that led to the comments that caused so much controversy. Okay? And I want you now to hear Jim's comment in the full context, in the way he worded it before and after to understand exactly what he was mentioning for the night commission on Monday. So here he is, Jim Center from uh, Monday's uh, meeting in Washington, D.C. The world that we're living in is changing so quickly. And uh, and I personally, I'm not saying it's always for the best. I can't tell you an AD that I talk to that doesn't think that name, image, and likeness is not a good thing for student-athletes. They think it is, but the overwhelming majority are not for pay-for-play, right? Uh, they're, they're not for um, basically finding a way to funnel money to student-athletes. We worked for the last 20, 30, 40, 50 years trying to keep boosters, right, uh, from running the enterprise, right? Overzealous boosters, people who are not committed to the academic integrity of institutions. And yet in 12 to 18 months, it's kind of like the inmates are running the prison. I don't know any ADs that are fired up about that. It is a real challenge, right? So we've got to figure out how do we do that? The flip side of that is how do we do a better job of supporting student athletes and student athlete welfare at a level that makes sense? I ask my colleagues all the time, how much is enough? How much more do we need to do for student-athletes that go to our institutions? So there are the comments uh, from Jim, okay, to the Knight Commission. Now, again, the tweet from Dodd was so out of bounds and out of context, and the fact that he never responded on Twitter and clarified the comments himself is it makes you wonder, um, how do you report that way these days? How do you do that? How do you not at least put the full value of the comments in, which he never did? And you clearly hear there what Jim was talking about. Boosters that for years were just trying to do what they could to get players to come to their schools and, and give them whatever they needed to make that happen, as he's talking about. So, you know, NIL is a good thing. I agree with the ADs, and I agree with Jim, but sometimes now with the NIL world, it's almost made it for boosters, those kind of boosters, easier to pay players and get away with it now. It's almost like what they had to do before under the table and make it illegal is now legal. So, again, back to the comment itself. Inmates running the prison. Could he, should he have picked a better analogy? Absolutely. Was he talking about athletes? No, he wasn't. And he's not talking about regular boosters. He's talking about those that have for years been doing things they shouldn't have. That's that's the whole idea. But again, wanted to play that because so many people heard that tweet 
And the first thing they thought of is they should fire Jim Center. How dare he say that? And I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute. We have no idea really what the context of that was. Jim tweeted out his context. People still didn't believe it. They thought he was just trying to cover himself and not, and, and he wasn't uh, actually telling you what he was talking about. There it was, just like that. So, guys, and Zay and Jason, I'll, I'll say it again. Sometimes I feel like as great as social media could be to get the word out, it does more damage than good in so many things because people are so ready to rush for judgment that they don't want to sit back and try to find out the context of things as they're spoken. They just see words, and the minute they do, they're ready to jump all over the person that said it. Social media is, um, I had this conversation the other day with a friend, and it, it, like you said, it can, it's for, the idea of it is for good things. But humans don't do good things. We do a lot of dumb stuff. Now, with uh, Mr. Center explaining himself, and as we've heard the audio, it's the same thing. It mirrors each other, you know? And like you said, him, um, what's this guy's name? Uh, Dennis Dodd. Mr. Dodd. Nah, man. That was that was not cool. Like, I don't understand the point of why you tweeted that, why you tweeted it the way you tweeted it. I don't need it. off, like, and, and throw, you know, Mr. Center on the bus. Like, well, why? I, I texted Dennis. Dennis has been on with us over the years. Okay. And I said, um, you know, that that tweet is causing a lot of reaction. And I asked him. Do you have any information on the context leading up to or after his comment? And he said, no. So if you don't know any context, how do you tweet that out unless you are trying to bury somebody? Now, I don't know. Maybe Dennis Dodd has something in for Jim. I I have no idea. But like I said, when you're a guy like that and you're a national columnist and you've got who knows how many hundreds of thousands of followers on Twitter, and you put out a remark like that, that is, you're, you're trying to kill the program. Lighting and, fire. And, and why? For what reason? Because now as you hear it, you realize, hey, he was trying to talk about things that they've c- tried to get rid of for years. Zay, give me your take. Well, obviously, you know, he, he tried to frame that tweet to make it seem like he was not talking about boosters. And uh, while I look back now, the tweet was deleted by him, which is good. You know, that's good because he he put it without no context. And he this is exactly what he expected, you know, for a big uproar. Well, I don't know. Again, part of my problem with social media is just this. You know, it's fine that people have their voice as well. They should. But if you're going to put out a tweet that has that kind of damage, either back it up or take ownership. And he did neither. And again, you know, he's it's been around a long time. You would expect some of the vets that have been through the uh, the battles over the years to be better than that. And that, to me, is pretty disappointing when you look at uh, the grand scheme of things for that. And I wanted to play the comment because I saw it on the fan boards here. I've seen it with the discussions earlier in the week from people in El Paso. There were a lot of UTEP fans very upset, very upset with what Jim said, but they didn't know the full context of the comments until you just heard it right now. I don't know what other analogy you would 
possibly use unless you just don't use an analogy. You know, you had to be, you would have to be just more direct about it. And um, how would you make that make sense? What Ms., what uh, what Dennis Dodd did with the tweet? First off, how can you tweet that if you don't know the context? How did you hear about what he said? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You had to know something, so you must have heard it, and you just took that piece, ran with it. And as we we saw and we heard the clarification of it, I don't. Well, I'm hearing about this today, so I don't take any of it as you know so bad. I'm just like, okay, I'll say this. You know, it was big. It was big on it was big on Monday for a few hours, and then that went away. But I wanted to play that because I do think that it it deserves to be heard. You can watch the entire. You can see the if you if you've got nothing to do this weekend and you really are are into this stuff, go watch it. It's on YouTube, the Night Commission's channel. They got the whole hour and thirty minute meeting up there. So you want to watch Jim and and everybody else talking about all this stuff that might not interest people unless there's some of those comments. It's all up there right now, and you know um, once again, I I think that the problem is. Is that if you're going to, and there were media there, by the way, there were media at the meeting. He, Dennis was not there. Somebody must have tipped him off. He ran with it, but didn't have any context whatsoever of the comments that he put on Twitter. Dangerous stuff like that. That's dangerous stuff. Very. So, all right. 20 in front of six. We got plenty more coming up on the show. We'll come back. If you want to weigh in, hey, we'd love to hear from you. 505-6009. Miners are playing DePaul tomorrow afternoon in uh, Chicago. 430 tip-off. Can UTEP win against their Big East foe? Want to hear from you as we head over to ABC7 News. It's next. 600 ESPN El Paso. I'm ABC7's Eric Elkin with a news update for Friday, December 9th for 600 ESPN El Paso. Two men have been arrested for beating and stabbing a man at a homeless shelter. El Paso police say this happened on the corner of Hope Resource Center for Homeless. Officials say they responded to a stabbing call yesterday. The victim was taken to a nearby hospital and is listed as stable. Crimes Against Persons conducted an investigation and found the suspects who had left the scene. They've been identified as 58-year-old Ricardo Maras and 34-year-old Vicente Jimenez. Both were charged with aggravated assault. They were booked into the El Paso County Detention Facility. We've obtained more video from New Mexico State Police that shows search warrants being served to three NMSU basketball players the morning before NMSU's first home game since the shooting. The new video shows the moments that state police showed up at the Pan American Center on the morning of November 30th. This was the same morning of the Battle of I-10 versus UTEP. Officers can be heard looking for three players to serve search warrants to. Those three players were Marcellus Avery, Anthony Roy, and Issa Muhammad. These are the same players that police say were in the yellow Camaro that pulled up to the scene of the deadly shooting on UNM's campus November 19th. Mike Peak was seen putting his gun and tablet in the trunk of that Camaro. Law enforcement questions NMSU head basketball coach Greg Heyer asking if he has a way to get a hold of the players, to which he said no. He's then asked if the players will be at the game that night, and he says yes. ABC7 is working to confirm if the three players actually received the warrants. We've reached out to both New Mexico State University and Rody Law Firm, the law office that has been hired by the university to handle the external investigation. NMSU declined to comment at this time, and we were unable to reach the law office. In storm track weather, enjoy the weekend weather with highs of 66 and mostly sunny skies both days. A first alert, though, is in effect for changes coming Monday with strong winds and rain chances returning Monday and Tuesday. Tuesday's high will drop off to just 50 degrees. I'm ABC7's Eric Elkin with the news update for 600 ESPN El Paso.
El Paso Metroplex. We're going to wind things up here with crashes first on the east side. I'm going to go there first. Joe Battle and Pebble Hills, we have a crash, so give them room there. There's going to be flashing lights there. Edgemere and Tierra Este, flashing lights here on this crash. Again, PD there, Edgemere and Tierra Este. Down Loop 375, northbound lanes in North Loop, we have a stalled vehicle. Right lane is blocked. Back up to uh, Alameda, so a lot of stacked up traffic. But speaking of stacked up traffic, you're on the brakes here, I-10 West to the Wattis Port of Entry. That traffic is backing up to McCray. We're talking McCray all the way down to Spaghetti Bowl area. Nothing but stop and go traffic, nothing but brake lights coming on. I-10 East Cotton to Reynolds, brake lights coming on there. Stacked up traffic, I-10 Westbound lanes, Mesa all the way to Artcraft. I-10 Red, both sides. You're uh, nothing but uh, stepping on the brakes there. And uh, just caution, uh, a lot of uh, traffic stacked up on the freeway right now. This update brought to you by Leo's Restaurant, 7520 Remcon, open for dining and carry out Tuesday through Sunday, 11 to 8. Party trays, popular Mr. T. Specials, full menu, fresh, delicious, affordable. Don't forget the delicious sopapillas. Family owned and operated. Go Miners and Deals Restaurant, 7520, Rimcon, Charlie 1, 600, ESPN, El Paso. When temperatures fall, you can rise above heating costs with the maximum performance and energy-saving efficiency of a Champion furnace. The complete Champion line is equipped to take on the toughest conditions. So no matter what the season brings, you can depend on a Champion to keep you comfortable while saving money. Visit the Find a Dealer tab and schedule your installation at windsupplyelpaso.com, your local champion supplier, and learn how you can save up to 50% in energy costs. Dr. Travis Stork here to tell you about a great pain reliever called Salon Pos Pain Relieving Patches. Salon Pos is pain medicine in a patch. You stick it right on sore muscles for up to eight hours. Clinical research has shown that people that used Salon Pos reported less pain with improvement in mood, sleep, and the ability to work. Safe, effective relief is one peel in place away. Salon Pos, it's good medicine. River Oaks Properties was founded in 1959 and is El Paso's largest shopping center developer. Their locations include the rapidly growing, highly trafficked Zaragoza Road and East Lake Boulevard in Far East El Paso. In addition, River Oaks has recently completed Westtown Marketplace, El Paso's newest outdoor shopping destination. Their portfolio consists of nearly 200 properties in the Sun City. For leasing opportunities, call River Oaks Properties at 915-225-5700 or visit ropelpaso.com. This is Steve Kaplowitz, and 600 ESPN El Paso has a great way for you to enjoy sports talk on demand. Download our show by subscribing to the free 600 ESPN El Paso podcasts on your Apple or Google Play device. After that, you can enjoy the best of sports talk each day, delivered commercial-free to your phone or tablet. That's right, all the best calls, interviews, and insight with the touch of a button, so you never miss a moment. 600 ESPN El Paso podcasts. You wash your hands, you brush your teeth, but what about the nose? How do you clean your nose? With Navage. Navage uses powered suction to pull saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out the other nostril, flushing out allergens, mucus, and germs. And it's why cleaning your nose, the body's air filter, is the next evolution in daily personal hygiene. People try Navage for lots of reasons. Sinusitis, colds, allergies, snoring, things that make it hard to breathe through your nose. But over time, they find that cleaning their 
their nose makes them feel better, a lot better. Over 3 million Navaj users have written more than 100,000 reviews, averaging 4.7 stars, saying, best product I've ever used, and amazing, I love my Navaj. Navaj helps you breathe better, sleep deeper, and snore less, but the biggest payoff is improved health. Navaj is good personal hygiene and can help you stay healthier. At Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, and online. Navaj, N-A-V-A-G-E, clean nose, healthy life. Celebrate this New Year's Eve at Speaking Rock with Selena Tribute, Amor Prohibido. Another crazy year gone, and it's time for another crazy party at Speaking Rock this New Year's Eve. Amor Prohibido, a Selena Tribute live Saturday, December 31st at Speaking Rock Entertainment Center. Ages 21 and over. Check out Speaking Rock's Facebook for more information. Celebrate New Year's Eve with the Selena Tribute, Amor Prohibido. 5G is here, but the big carriers want you to sign a long-term contract to get access. Well, not anymore, because Straight Talk Wireless has rolled out 5G coverage nationwide with deals like our Silver Unlimited plan for just $45 a month and no contract. And get a Samsung Galaxy A13 5G for $149, all on a reliable 5G network. 5G coverage, 5G phones, less money. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. One month equals 30 days. 5G-capable device required. Actual availability coverage and speed may vary. See latest terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. Gain presents a tale of longing and long-lasting scent. Dear love of my life, we were on the 12B bus when I caught a whiff. A scent so fresh, so life-changing, I had to find its source. I didn't know if you were the woman in the pink freshly washed cardigan or the retired mailman next to me, but I knew one of you was my soulmate. Ah, the scent of Gain Flings. Add Gain Scent Beads for an even longer lasting scent. This is Mike Greenberg, and you're listening to Greeny right here on 600 ESPN El Paso. This is how we do In front of six, the sports talk continues. Adrian Broadus with 915 Tours, checking out the Cowboys and the Texans this Sunday. Jason Craig, UTEP Zay, hanging with me. We're talking sports with you. New UTEP soccer coach will be joining us here coming up top of the uh, 6 o'clock hour. Excited about that. Zay, um, have you had a chance to uh, to, to uh, do a little homework on the brand new uh, head of UTEP soccer? I have, and I actually think this is an incredible hire for the program. Well, I'll say this about Gibbs Keaton. He's making a homecoming because he's from here, played a Montwood, and now he's coming back. That's going to be a really cool story. In fact, we got lines rigging in, like lighting up right now. So if you want to weigh into the show, we can get your calls in. 505-6009 here on Sports Talk. 505-6009. So Gibbs Keaton going to be coming in with us here on the program uh, in just a little bit, and we'll talk to Gibbs about the uh, the uh, UTEP soccer team and an opportunity to come back home and put his stamp uh, on the program, something I'm pretty excited about, really am. And I think a lot of people out there will also be uh, pretty excited about that as well. So uh, that'll be coming up. Ah, been waiting for this man to call in. Waiting. All right. Say hello to Victor from Las Cruces as we continue here on Sports Talk. 505-6009. What's up, Victor? 
Oh, not much. How are you guys doing today? Doing all right. Victor, how are you, man? You feeling better today? Well, um, uh, marginally, minimally, muscle manos. I'm saying because I haven't heard any any damning new new reports or anything like that. So let's let just give it a breather for the um, weekend. Please. I don't know. Maybe they've come out. Uh, who knows? I, I mean, let me search a little bit and see if we have some uh, s- some new ones that have come out here in the last uh, hour or two. It's possible. L- let me ask you for your opinion, and and then maybe Zay can check it, uh, chime in, and uh, whoever else is. That would be show, Jason. You know? Whoever else is known as his ma- his name is Jason. But if you want to call there him, you whoever go, Jason, exactly. Yes. No, I, I didn't. I, I didn't. Um, I wasn't aware of his name. So okay. that, that's all. Um, how much more uglier, God forbid, is this uh, Aggie men's basketball situation going to get? Number one. Number two. Do you see anybody losing their jobs as a result of this? Anybody, um, you know, losing their jobs as a result of this? And then number three, how any chance of the NCAA governing body getting involved? And those are my three questions, Steve. Okay. Um, first off, if you want to answer it, let me get, before I give you my answers, what's your answer, Victor? Number one, do you think it's going to get worse? I think so. Okay. Um, God forbid, uh, but, but I don't see it not getting worse. Mm-hmm. Do you think uh, anybody no, loses their job? I hope and pray not. Okay. I hope and pray not. We can only have faith that it won't get to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and number three, the NCAA getting involved, yes, definitely. You do? Okay. The governing body, or who, the powers that, that be, in other words. Okay. I got you. All right. Well, listen, let me let, me let everybody else weigh in. Appreciate it, Victor. Thanks, right. for, uh, thanks for the call. Jason, you're up first. Um, do you think it's going to get worse? Um, I think we have all the facts for the most part, right? Not yet. There's Not yet. More. Well, there's some things we don't know. Okay. We don't know the timelines yet. We don't know how uh, long the yellow Camaro showed up after the shooting, before the cops, how all that stuff worked out. We don't know some of the other details involving the players' involvement themselves and, and, and the other three guys that went to this. There's some things we still don't know. We've got to connect. We've got most of the picture, but we've got to connect the dots. If, I, the only, if someone's going to get fired, it would be the, someone knew that the students, uh, the players left. You don't think the head coach gets fired? You don't think Greg Heyer gets if fired? If he doesn't, no. Yeah. If they find out he knows in a way, then, mm-hmm. yeah, he's got to go. Yeah. Uh, anybody else, if they knew if they knew okay. about it before the cops knew about it, or, yeah. you know, that's, that's somebody that knew right. while it's happening mm-hmm. in time. If they show that there's a cover-up or lack of information, then you got to pay. Yeah, you got to pay for it. Zay. Uh, I think it might get worse just because we don't know a lot. We don't know a lot of the information. Like you said, what was the yellow Camaro? A lot of stuff, right? But I don't think anybody loses their job. I think they've handled it to the best they can. I think Greg Heyer has. As for anybody else, I know Dominique Taylor, He he's someone who's involved with this too, you know, with the gun and everything. Well, he stayed back. He was the coach that stayed back when, when, this, whole thing was, when this whole thing was going on. When everybody left, he was there at the hotel. Yeah, so... I think if anybody loses a job, I, I I don't think anybody loses a job, to be honest. Okay. 
Um, I wrote a story about this subject, and I wrote about some of the unanswered questions that I'm still wondering about. And there's about five of them. So if you go to 600ESPNElPaso.com, you can click that on, and it'll give you a chance to show some of uh, the questions that I'm still waiting answers for because we don't have them all just yet. So that's up at 600ESPNElPaso.com. All right, Gibbs Keaton's coming up. Hour number three as Sports Talk continues. Have you ever seen a beautiful truck? I have. This is Susan Goodell, CEO of El Pasoans Fighting Hunger Food Bank. Here at the food bank, our trucks are special. Our trucks carry hope. Our trucks carry food for hungry families. Our trucks are beautiful. Donate today at elpasoansfightinghunger.org so you too can help make our community beautiful. Friday night at Winterfest. Live music returns to the El Paso Convention Center Plaza with free concerts every Friday night on the Town Square Music Stage featuring Sangre Gitana. December 2nd. Tribes. December 9th. A tribute to Selena with Jessica Flores. December 16th. The music of Ooh La La. December 23rd. And December 30th. The night of the Sun Bowl. Feline Fox. Rock at the ring. Thanks to Chick-fil-A. And go ice skating on the El Paso Convention Center Plaza. Winterfest. Learn more at epwinterfest.com. Mattress Firm presents This Week in UTEP Basketball History. On December 4th, 1992, UTEP knocked off 21st-ranked New Mexico State, 64-63 at the Pan Am Center. Eddie Rivera led the Miners with 19 points and 8 assists, while Johnny Melvin added 13 points. However, Roy Howard was the difference maker as he scored six of his eight points over the final six minutes of the game, including a huge putback off a Melvin miss with under a minute to play that proved to be the difference. UTEP and NMSU had both advanced to the Sweet 16 of the NCAA tournament earlier in the year, and the teams would split their Battle of I-10 series during the 92-93 season. To see this year's UTEP Miners live in action, you can purchase tickets online at utepminers.com. Mattress Firm was voted the number one mattress store in El Paso and is the largest El Paso Las Cruces mattress retailer, guaranteeing you the lowest price or it's free. Learn more online at mattressfirmep.com. They're big, and they're coming for you. Tax refund advance loans at Jackson Hewitt, up to 4500 bucks. That's big. Like our tax refund advance can beat up their tax refund advance kind of big. Up to $4,500 at Jackson Hewitt. Book your appointment today and get details at jacksonhewitt.com. You're going to need a bigger wallet. Eligible clients can get up to $1,000 in December and up to $3,500 in January. Loans by Republic Bank and Trust Company. Finance charge may apply. You wash your hands, you brush your teeth, but what about the nose? How do you clean your nose? With Navage. Navage uses powered suction to pull saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out the other nostril, flushing out allergens, mucus, and germs. And it's why cleaning your nose, the body's air filter, is the next evolution in daily personal hygiene. People try Navage for lots of reasons. Sinusitis, colds, allergies, snoring, things that make it hard to breathe through your nose. But over time, they find that cleaning their nose 
knows makes them feel better, a lot better. Over 3 million Navaj users have written more than 100,000 reviews, averaging 4.7 stars, saying, best product I've ever used, and amazing, I love my Navaj. Navaj helps you breathe better, sleep deeper, and snore less, but the biggest payoff is improved health. Navaj is good personal hygiene and can help you stay healthier. At Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, and online. Navaj, N-A-V-A-G-E, clean nose, healthy life. Hi, my name is Jackie, and a little thing that I love about the Chick-fil-A peppermint chip milkshake is the whipped cream and the cherry on top. It's like a little bow on top of this great present of peppermint chip goodness. It tastes like the holidays. Hey, my name is Chandler, and a little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A peppermint chip milkshake is the little pieces of the peppermint that you get. For me, no milkshake is topping the peppermint chip milkshake. Order a Chick-fil-A peppermint chip milkshake on the Chick-fil-A app today. Available for a limited time. Real customers paid for their testimonials. River Oaks Properties was founded in 1959 and is El Paso's largest shopping center developer. Their locations include the rapidly growing, highly trafficked Zaragoza Road and East Lake Boulevard in Far East El Paso. In addition, River Oaks has recently completed Westtown Marketplace, El Paso's newest outdoor shopping destination. Their portfolio consists of nearly 200 properties in the Sun City. For leasing opportunities, call River Oaks Properties. Properties at 915-225-5700 or visit ropelpaso.com. Celebrate this New Year's Eve at Speaking Rock with Selena Tribute, Amor Prohibido. Another crazy year gone, and it's time for another crazy party at Speaking Rock this New Year's Eve. Amor Prohibido, a Selena Tribute live Saturday, December 31st at Speaking Rock Entertainment Center. Ages 21 and over. Check out Speaking Rock's Facebook for more information. Celebrate New Year's Eve with the Selena Tribute, Amor Prohibido. Streaming worldwide through the 600 ESPN El Paso mobile app. In El Paso. He's KROD El Paso, a Town Square media station. Hi, everyone. With today's Cowboys Report, I'm Christy Scales. Cavante Turpin is ready for a breakout in the return game, and it could come this weekend against the Texans. We explain why right after this. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah's savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. What does it mean to be a part of Cowboys Nation? At Reliant, it means powering the home of the Dallas Cowboys and homes of Cowboys fans across Texas and helping out when needed most. As an electricity provider, it's our commitment to every customer and their family. And it's as strong as our Texas roots. It's our promise today and for generations to come. Reliant, proud to be the official energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. PUCT number 10007. The Cowboys are heavy favorites for this Sunday's home game against the one-win Texans, who are the lowest-scoring team in the league, and their special teams gave up a punt return touchdown in their loss last week to the Browns. Cowboys punt returner Cavante Turpin has studied that film all week, and he's hoping this is the weekend he breaks out with his first touchdown of the regular season. He knows the fans are ready for that because he feels their energy every time he's on the field. 
especially home games because I know like everybody. I say basically all the fans, they they waiting on it, uh, big big return to happen. So it's like I feel the energy, just like I feel the energy when I'm out there. I just feel it all. So I missed some opportunities. So this week I'm taking all the opportunities I can take. We can get a return this uh, this week coming up. Kickoff Sunday is noon central. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Six hundred ESPN El Paso. All right, here we go. Third and final hour of the show. Welcome back. Along with Jason Craig, UTEP Zay producing the show today. I'm Steve Kaplow. It's Adrian Broaddus. We'll be back Monday. He's hanging out right now with 915 Tours, getting ready to go check out the Cowboys and the Texans. Lucky Adrian. I'm jealous of that man this weekend. Uh, as he continues uh, to enjoy a little uh, extra benefit, perk of the job. Hey, we're excited about welcoming this man to the program right now. He's in El Paso and who comes back home as the new head coach of the UTEP soccer team. Let's welcome in Gibbs Keaton to the program. Gibbs, welcome aboard. Good to have you on. How you doing today? Hey, what's up, guys? How are you? And I want to know how I can get on that uh, 915 road trip, too. That sounds amazing. Let's go. I'm telling you that's well. First off, Gibbs, Gibbs, Gibbs. Let's let's pump the brakes. You've got you got recruiting. You got to make sure we build this team, this roster up for next season. When you've got a little downtime, I will make sure that we can get you on that Cowboys trip. How's that? Oh, let's go. Absolutely. If and especially if it's in Arizona, how about that? Ah, so you're telling me are you a are you a big uh, Cardinals fan or are you a Cowboys fan? Who'd you grow up rooting for? I grew up. Cowboys fan, absolutely. And uh, I took a little break. Don't tell anybody this, but we'll keep it our secret. But I took a little break in the Tony Romo era, maybe a, a better golfer than a playoff winner. But uh, I'm back, and, and Dak's back, and I'm a big Dak fan, and he's going to do his thing. And, and uh, yeah, so let's go Cowboys. That is so interesting that you hopped off the Cowboys bandwagon during the Romo era. See, because I know a lot of fans that right now still wish they had Tony Romo under center for the Cowboys. Yeah, they say that, but that's because they're they're forgetting what happened while he was there. It was the stats in the fourth quarter that were so amazing because we're down by three touchdowns. And respect to the guy, he's great. He's a great commentator, and he was super and you know it's easy for a soccer coach to drop off the nfl bandwagon while you're playing on sunday and you're watching the premier league all the time but i took a little break it was just a sneaky little break but yeah i'm definitely back and big cd lamb guy and defense is crushing it as you guys alluded to on the show and just a good time to be a cowboys fan Gibbs, I like you already. Uh, tell us a little bit about growing up in El Paso and, uh, you know, for you, just when you started really playing soccer, I know you played at Montwood, you played college ball at Grand Canyon, and then um, the transitioning process from men's college soccer to uh, to women's soccer. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if we totally have enough time for that full story, but I'll give you I'll give you the Cliff Notes version. You know, student-athletes always enjoy the little Cliff Notes of that, but I, I enjoyed growing up in El Paso. I uh, spent most of my time on the east side, so I look forward to living on the west side. It's going to be absolutely, completely different and amazing. And uh, I had a great youth coach, Jimmy Ryan, which is really cool. He's still there. He's going to be a, a big part of this, I hope, and he's going to be involved in, and support what we have going on. He's still involved in the youth game out there. And uh, landed at Grand Canyon University. I played there for a while, enjoyed it, stayed in Phoenix for two and a half years. Ended up going um, 
back home for a little while, living in El Paso, saving my money so I could finish school and chose Texas Tech. My sister was running track there. Uh, my dad grew up playing football in the Big 12, so it was something that I was interested in and did that to graduate and met our current Texas Tech um, head coach while I was there. We kind of hit it off. I actually grilled him in, a, in an interview for one of my class projects, and from there everything started, and that's how I got going on the women's side, and it's been great ever since. I mean, you have kind of that realization, hey, can I make coaching a full-time job? And that's what happened when I met him and just kind of shot for the stars. And here we are, landed back on the star in El Paso and ready to get going. So that's your Cliff Notes version of, of El Paso to Phoenix to Lubbock, back to El Paso. Gibbs Keaton with us here on Sports Talk as we continue. I like that story. It's got a good ending, and hopefully you save the best for last. Although I'll say this, that trip to Lubbock for you, that turned into about a 15-year ordeal when it was all said and done. 15 years is just aging me, you know, that's, that's nothing but a, but a number, but with uh, sustained success and, and things growing and trying to progress and it doesn't feel like it was that long. Uh, we have a great support staff and team here. And honestly, while I was on my visit at UTEP, the administration was for real. Like the expectation I had for them was, was really high. You know, you have a sense of accountability when you live in Texas, when you work in Texas, to be a good person. And then you add in El Paso, which is just full of the best people. You know, you got to live up to that. And when I was there, they exceeded that expectation. And that was, that was for me, that was one of the tipping points as far as being willing to leave a place that I've been, actually been here for 18 years, working for the athletics department for 14-plus years. But getting to know them, it was like, yeah you know what, this is right. Let's do this. Let's make it happen. And, and to come back home, it's cool. You know, it's the unique part of that. Have you always thought about one day taking over a Division One program uh, like uh, here at UTEP? Absolutely. You know, we're going to ask our student-athletes to be winners and win and win more and seek more in the classroom, seek more from life, compete day in, day out. And when you're an assistant coach and when you – serve a team and a great staff you got to ask more from yourself too and this is something that i strive for this is something that i strive for for my family and yeah i want to lead a program and i've i've been keeping up with utep uh the whole entire time so i know a lot about the history of the program and, and you know the ups the downs we've even played there when the field was grass playing in the mountain just kind of everything so yes i was striving to be a head coach just wanted to take my time and figure out when when the right time to pull the trigger was and and it seems like the right time is right now right absolutely for you uh, and uh, for the minors i think that's the case gibbs keaton new uh, soccer head coach uh, here uh, on the program as as we continue go ahead zay Coach Keaton, you know, as you alluded to, UTEP soccer has a pretty, uh, you know, they were very consistent up until a couple of years. How are you going to go about bringing this program back to that consistency? Well, I think right now, you know, it's going to be getting to know the team. Uh, refilling their passion for the game is going to really reap the benefit and the dividends that I want. And we're going to start there. You know, it's, it's um, I wouldn't say this is going to be a total rebuild. That's a negative connotation of what the student-athletes at UTEP have done. So I'm looking forward to getting to know these student-athletes, 
really igniting and fueling the passion they have for the game. And then let's see where it takes us because it's those players that are there that are really going to provide the consistency. And then, of course, you know, all the other coach things that we're going to do as a staff, we're hitting the transfer portal hard. We're going to bring in as many good players to complement what's going on there with the culture and how we can improve it and make sure they're the right fit for El Paso and that program. And then the 2024 class, I really expect to uh, have great recruiting in that class, and it'll be a while before they get there. But in the interim, we're going to ignite that passion these players have for soccer and make sure they're really enjoying it. And the most fun thing you can do is win as a student athlete. If you're competitive, you enjoy winning, and I want to make sure that we can do that. And it starts with the student athletes that are there. So it's going to be really fun. And you know, I hope we can be consistent, and we'll see if they're we'll see if they're ready for change because it's coming, and and they seem excited about it. And we zoomed yesterday, and it was a great little conversation and discussion, and and I think they're all ready to get to work. You got a nice nucleus, a lot of youngsters on this team for sure. Uh, you also were very heavily involved in recruiting at Tech. That was your forte, as well as working with the goalkeepers and the defensive front um, this past season. Would, is that something that you've always kind of gravitated to, mostly the defensive side, or have you done all aspects and, and recruiting just something that as you became more uh, acclimated to the Red Raider uh, program, that was something that uh, you just uh, continued to, uh, you know, continue to handle? Yeah, well, for the for the first bit, for the recruiting portion of it, you know, there's two ways a program gets better, right? And it's the development of the players is one way. And everybody that comes to play for your program, they all want to get better. So you have to be able to do that. You have to have a training methodology that allows everyone to get better. And then the second one is recruiting. And you can imagine in our coaching world, and everyone says this at coaches, you know, we wish we could coach more and especially on the women's side, we have the shortest competitive season and we want to coach more. And that means we want to develop more and we want to do the things with the student athletes that we can to help improve the team. But the other time, the whole entire other time, you are allowed to recruit. You've got to have that Rolodex of who you're going to recruit and what they can bring to the program. And you have to just create those lists and make those lists and, and be really astute about, you know, the seniors that are graduating, the fifth years that are graduating, because not only are they leaving as players, but that's culture leaving your program as well. So not only do you have to have a Rolodex of players, but it has to be a filter list of players. So that, that kind of goes to and speaks to the recruiting portion. It's so imperative to our job. And then the other part of that, you know, when you're speaking about coaching the defense and, and the goalkeepers, I've always been a defensive-minded player personality that's kind of uh, just as I grew up that's what we've always talked about as a family and and my dad actually played uh, safety in the NFL so you could imagine how those conversations went and uh, I'm fascinated by it and I love it and you know you have to play in the back line sometimes as a student athlete and and control the game as a holding mid and and that was kind of my role uh, collegiately and, and just gravitated towards that as far as a, a defensive coach. And the other thing, which ended up being really cool, is our head coach at Texas Tech, his way on the attacking scale. He's, he's a big-time uh, former collegiate student-athlete from Duke, scored, scored the game-winning goal 
uh, in the national championship. So he had that on lockdown. You know? So he had the attacking side uh, really was his forte. So it, it just worked out for us. And it's been, it's been absolutely fantastic coaching here. And I look forward to coaching both sides of the ball when I get to UTEP. You know, it's not just going to be defense. We're going to be creative and, and fun when we have it. And that's the point of defense. Let's get the ball so we can have it as long as possible. Very nice. Was your dad uh, Derwood Keaton? Yeah. Very good. That's awesome. Absolutely. All right. By the way, for people wondering, your dad played at Oklahoma, was was drafted, uh, I believe, uh, in the 74 draft and played with the Patriots and the Bucs. So he had a nice uh, chance to play in the NFL. You're right about that. And um, I'm happy you brought him up and mentioned that he played in the NFL because I'm sure you grew up as a kid. Wanted to hear stories from your dad about what those days were like. And, you know, your, your dad's a pro athlete. You're dreaming the same thing and, and an opportunity to, uh, to follow in his footsteps, whether it's football or, in your case, uh, soccer. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, super humble guy. Honestly, not someone that's telling a lot of stories about football and, and uh, kind of how he leads and lives his life and, mm-hmm. and taking those things into consideration. I think he's done a really good job molding me as a as a leader and and as somebody you know that aspires to be a leader more so than having accolades like you kind of mentioned and and for me that's what the gift he's given me so now it's time to put that to use and you know been doing it as an associate head coach and assistant coach and super look forward to to doing it with the utep student athletes and leading them and seeing where it takes us and and yeah it was it was awesome growing up with somebody that has such high drive and, and high competitive acumen. And, and I just remember playing them in racquetball in high school and being like, I'm going to destroy this guy. And uh, no, not exactly happens. You know, anytime you play somebody that's been in the NFL, they're so good at everything and just ping pong racquetball, all things because of that high drive. So that's what I want to bring and, and really make that a consideration of our, of our UTEP women's soccer team. So I'm excited for that. As far as your staff, um, you know, do you, are you going to be hiring an entirely uh, all-new coaching staff? Are you going to interview the current members? How's that going to work? Well, with change, I think it's best for the program and for the players uh, to just bring in my own staff. And as you do this and, and think about who you want to go with you and those types of scenarios, uh, it's also all about timing. So I'm working through my staff right now. I'm super excited about those that I'm talking to and and those that I've offered. But keeping um, Sue and Edgar around, two great guys, and and have really uh, helped out the program, it's just not what we're going to do. We're going to push forward with a clean slate, and I I feel like the girls deserve that and uh, see who I can bring in to help lead them. And, you know, that's that's the part that's just super important. The first time you start with a program, you want to dot your I's and cross your T's and and do the things that you kind of dreamed of doing. And so that's where I'm at right now in, in staff formation. And, and I hope to make some announcements pretty soon. And it'll be, it'll be a really good thing to have, have the staff announced. You know, that's kind of the priority. We're almost in our dead period. So I've got some other things that I can work on, which is scholarships and staff and, and different scheduling scenarios. But right now, prioritize getting, getting that crew ready to go so we can have a full-on shakedown of El Paso and, and start making some moves. 
Fantastic. I'll leave you one last question. As far as players, you know, you've talked a lot about them, your philosophy, development, and and, uh, recruiting. Do you have certain parts of the country that you're strongest in, or do you go every possible place you can go to try to find talent? Yeah, this is a great question. Um, You guys know where Lubbock, Texas is? Never heard of it. (laughs) I've heard of of Labuk, but I haven't heard of Lubbock. So, yes. Yeah, no, I mean, this is what's fortunate about coming from Lubbock to El Paso, and you just consider everything part of his plan and his timing and just being there and just how it relates to what I can bring to El Paso and Utah. But my my emphasis and my area of recruiting is Arizona, New Mexico, Texas. I mean, those places are exceptional places to recruit from and have a Rolodex of players to get people to El Paso and get people excited about UTEP as they live in the region. And, you know, our philosophy with recruiting was to never cast this super, super wide net. And I love that the roster is full of players from all over the country. And I think it's amazing. And the diversity of the program and what they have is unique to El Paso. And it's, it's so cool. But we're going to make a lot of our emphasis uh, in the region, in the area, make sure we're seeing every El Paso kid and every player in that region that can help us. We got to know who they are. They got to be able to come and see El Paso and UTEP, and that's kind of how we're going to start. And we don't want to lose our Canadian pipeline or some of these places that the players that are there from. If they go back and tell their club friends, we're not going to lose those recruiting scenarios. But just yeah, my emphasis is regional. That's just what I've been doing, and and I think it'll be to the benefit of wisely recruiting players that want to come to UTEP. Gibbs, enjoy the conversation. Welcome aboard. It's good to have you here, and uh, I'll look forward to the opportunity. We get a chance to meet you face-to-face here in the coming months. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I look forward to that, too. I just want to pick one bone with you guys. You know, my wife and I, we've been talking about all the awesome Mexican food, and we tune in to the radio show. And here you guys are bursting our bubble talking about spam. What's going on with that? Can't you guys bring a burrito or something to work with you instead of spam? First off, uh, let me just clarify this for a second since we have a, <laughs> have a minute. The spam idea was not mine. This comes from uh, Jason, who's uh, filling in today for Adrian, my normal partner. He brought me a can of spam. And I'll be honest with you, um, if it comes to Mexican choices, first off, you're from here. So if anybody, you already know the Mexican restaurants, you know the Mexican scene. He's been trying to convince me about spam for months, and even though he just brought me a can, it's not going to work, Gibbs. It's not going to work. Oh, no. It's a, it's a paperweight, man. That's all yeah. that is. You can't, you can't do that. Wow. You got to. I think you got to watch out for people named Jason. That's that, that's the first problem. Maybe. <laughs> I, I hear that. No. So, so what you're telling me is this, Gibbs. Don't save this for you and your wife. Make sure that we do something else with this can of spam. Is what you're telling me. All right. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, well, I'm glad to hear that it was just a story then, and not actually your uh, work time snack. No, let's go. Uh, let's go eat some huevos rancheros when you're in town, and we'll go get a chance to uh, to, to meet each other. How's that? I'm always game for that. Appreciate the support, and uh, thanks for having me on tonight. And can't wait to be out there with you guys. And it's going to be awesome. Appreciate you. That's Coach Gibbs Keaton as we continue here on Sports Talk. See, he's listening to you. He hears about the spam. It's going to catch on. I'm telling you right it's now. It's not going to catch on. Look, Zay's shaking his head. I'm you, got a, you, got a, you got a guy from Lubbock who's back in El Paso who's now wondering about the spam thing. I'm telling you, there's we, we've got issues with this with this spam. You got to sneak it in. You got to sneak it in. 
Look, you said you watched The Young Rock, and you were like, "I did." And they had spam. They did. Well, they were, living, looked, in, they were living in Hawaii, of course. And when you went to Hawaii, you didn't see a thing of spam. <laughs> That's a hundred percent right. I didn't. I was too busy eating uh, the fish they had right there off the water. It was perfect. Uh, All right, we'll come back more in a moment. Let's go uh, right now. Six hundred ESPN. I'll pass. So twenty-one past the hour. Dallas Cowboys fans. Twin Peaks has given away epic Cowboys jerseys all season just for catching game day with them. Get the Twin Peaks for every boys game for your chance to win. Did you know that feeling sluggish or weighed down could be signs that your digestive system isn't working at its best? But taking Metamucil every day can help. Metamucil supports your daily digestive health using a special plant-based fiber called psyllium. Psyllium works by forming a gel in your digestive system to trap and remove the waste that weighs you down. Metamucil's gelling action also helps to promote heart health and slows down sugar absorption to promote healthy blood sugar levels. Start feeling lighter and more energetic by taking Metamucil every day. Hey, El Paso. We want to thank you for choosing Lube Go for the past 45 years. We're excited to keep you ready for the road ahead. Whether you stop in for a full-service oil change or a Texas State inspection, we look forward to seeing your vehicle in our bays. Performing industry-leading preventive maintenance services for our city is one of the reasons we are proud to be El Paso's convenient car care center and excited to be growing to serve you best. Lubingo is proud to announce our newest location at Rich Beam in Zaragoza. I'm Mark Bocknowski with Lubingo, reminding you, if you love it, lube it. Over 1,300 NFL players drafted, 128 first-round draft picks, three Heisman winners, one bowl game, the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. Don't miss who's next at the 89th annual Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl, high noon, Friday, December 30th. The Pitt Panthers, the 18th-ranked UCLA Bruins, the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. Who's the next champion of El Paso's greatest game? Get your tickets now at sunbowl.org or call 915-533-4416. They're big, and they're coming for you. Tax refund advance loans at Jackson Hewitt, up to 4500 bucks. That's big. Like our tax refund advance can beat up their tax refund advance kind of big. Up to $4,500 at Jackson Hewitt. Book your appointment today and get details at jacksonhewitt.com. You're going to need a bigger wallet. Eligible clients can get up to $1,000 in December and up to $3,500 in January. Loans by Republic Bank and Trust Company. Finance charge may apply. 5G is here, but the big carriers want you to sign a long-term contract to get access. Well, not anymore, because Straight Talk Wireless has rolled out 5G coverage nationwide with deals like our Silver Unlimited plan for just $45 a month and no contract. And get a Samsung Galaxy A13 5G for $149, all on a reliable 5G network. 5G coverage, 5G phones, less money. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. One month equals 30 days. 5G-capable device required. Actual availability coverage and speed may vary. See latest terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. The JCPenney Mystery Sale is back for the holidays. Through Thursday, usher in huge holiday savings with our in-store coupon giveaway. You can get an extra 30, 40, or even 50% off while they last. Simply find an associate for a coupon, then peel to reveal your deal. Hurry in now to discover the savings you've been wishing for. We got your holiday. JCPenney. Coupon valid on select styles through 1215. Exclusion supply. Giveaway in-store only. Must be 18 years or older. See store for details. 600 ESPN El Paso.com.
Greg says the six o'clock hour on a Friday, like Jerry Rafferty. As we welcome you back to the program. You know what that means, eh? No? Nope. Well, I have no idea. He's too young. He sang this song, Jerry Rafferty. It's called Baker Street. It's from the late 70s. So much good music from the 70s. Um, ask your dad about this one later when you get home. He'll tell you a little bit about Baker Street. I promise you that. Thanks again to Gibbs Keaton joining us on the show. A lot of energy. A lot of excitement. And by the way, you know what? Some coaches, I agree, come come in, brand new staff, a clean house, want to want to start all over, and I'm fine with that. I mean, when it comes to coaching staffs, hey, you do what you got to do to win. That's just what it comes down to. And you're going to bring a whole new staff in and, you know, get better results. I say, I uh, got to get it done. Go right, go for it. And how cool is this that we're getting somebody that grew up in El Paso, graduated Montwood High, and now, 20 years later, he's coming back to run the minors. It's pretty nice. It's a pretty cool story. It is pretty cool. I agree with you there. 26 past as we continue here on the program. 505-6009. As we continue on the show, that's 505-6009. World Cup. We didn't get a chance to talk about that with Gibbs. We should have because how about Brazil losing to Croatia today? They are already calling that one of the biggest upsets in the World Cup. Because, remember, Brazil was expected to possibly be a winner. They were going to go and win the whole thing. Not anymore. So Croatia on to the semis. This is big. Celebrating, um, you know, getting it done. Argentina wins in PKs. So Argentina, Croatia now. And then you got Morocco, Portugal tomorrow. And England and France. Oh, my goodness. How about this? Messi in the Final Four. So he is two wins away from the first World Cup of his career. It's the one title that's eluded him all these years, guys. One World Cup. Well, uh, I, I got to watch the Argentina game. You know, uh, that was crazy. How'd that you watch was- that? You're supposed to be at school today. YouTube TV, man. I mean, I had nothing to do. <laughs> Snuck that in? <laughs> yeah, I was below the desk. I was like. It was Gosh, crazy. The below I, the desk. Steady. See, we didn't have phones in the 80s like this. So we couldn't sneak in World Cup action during school. There was no chance. No, I don't. Uh, we had, um, remember the old video games? I don't know. You're, you're older than me. But like the like little black and white video games you get at like KB Toy Stores. Zay don't even know what that is. Um, they're little games. And we have. And so. I never had a Game Boy. That was kind of a little bit after me, too. Uh, but, uh, before the before Game Boy. Before the Game Boy. Yeah, they're just yeah. the little things you would you know buy what at the I, store. You know what I had? I had that. Do you remember the uh, Mattel uh, bat, baseball, Mattel football games? Yeah. I had those. That's what I'm talking about. With so, little red dots. Yeah, and you put it underneath your desk. That's that's what that's what we would do. Yeah. You got a whole TV under that's pretty, desk. It's, Well, it's a phone. It's now a TV. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it really is. That's that's good. At, so, least, at least the under-the-desk move is, hasn't gone away. I think that's kind of cool. I do, too. How do you protect it? Where, like, where do you keep it? So I, I kind of have like my legs crossed, and then I have my my phone below below like onto the chair. So I'm just like like you like do you wedge it in your crotch? What are you doing, man? What are you doing <laughs> I, I wedge for this it thing? Between my, my thighs, and I'm just just 
keeping the lookout and seeing the teacher. Maybe she, hopefully she didn't see me. And um, yeah, I might celebrate a little bit. So your desk doesn't have that like little area where you can keep papers where you could like put no, the TV, no. like put the phone and just kind of keep it on silent mode. But that way you're able to kind of glance on it the whole time. Can't do that, huh? So like there's the new building. So the new buildings don't have those desks. The old building does have desks like that. So mm-hmm. I can do it in that class. But in the class that I was watching the game in, I had to, I had to, you know, maneuver, try, try, mm. you know. Or others hide. doing the same as you or are you the only one? Uh, that I know of, uh, there was one other person because, you know, as soon as, uh, I think the yeah. first one missed, the first penalty shot missed, I heard a yes. So I, I kind of knew that he was watching the game too. And if you get caught, what end, like what would your punishment be if somebody, ca- if your teacher catches you watching World Cup during class? Um, I have a pretty chill teacher. I don't think she would really care. She'd say. She asked you to score? Yeah, yeah, she'd probably ask me. So she'd say, "All right, get off your phone or something," or she, maybe she'd be like, "What are you watching?" But nothing too crazy. Not she won't take my phone away. She's she's a good teacher. Okay, that's fine. That's a cool teacher. It is a cool teacher. I'm getting my phone taken away. <laughs> um, yes, that would probably be the, uh, the 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 normal answer for something like this. I would agree. Uh, bottom of the hour, thirty minutes left in the show as we continue. Five zero five six zero zero nine. That is our telephone number if you want to get into sports talk. But no, it's uh, it's pretty crazy. Uh, after Brazil lost, Neymar even said he's not doesn't even know if he wants to play anymore for Brazil. He's questioning if he even wants to do this again. So that's uh, just how big this uh, this World Cup shocker was today against Croatia. Nobody expected it. And by the way, here's a crazy stat for you about Croatia. Eight of their last nine knockout games at major tournaments have now gone to extra time, going all the way back to Euro 2008. So Croatia is used to playing in extra time. That's why they say that they're raised as fighters when they talked about the big win in the World Cup. Hmm. Incredible. Now, this is uh, everything that's been going on in the World Cup. I'm not a real big soccer fan. I'm not a huge World Cup watcher. I get it. And uh, I went to a couple of watch parties and stuff. It's a little insane, a little intense for me. Very intense. Yeah. But, like- is it, but here's the question. Is it as intense with Mexico and the U.S. out as it was when they were oh, still playing. No way. No no way. Especially here. Yeah. You know, in El Paso, it was a little bit different. I think, uh, now you honestly, can just watch nationwide. And enjoy, right? You can just enjoy. Because there's, no, there's really no huge rooting interest left now here in, in El Paso. I mean. Like, who do you root for? Do you root for England? Do you root for Argentina? Are you an underdog fan? Are you rooting for Croatia? I mean, I have some friends that are Argentinian, so I know he's very happy. So um, I need to give him a call. But yeah, you do. Yeah, he's he's ecstatic right now. All right. I, I mean, the the normal answer might be root for Argentina just because you want to see Messi get the World Cup uh, championship, the title, before he wraps up his career. Right. Don't know how many more years Messi's going to be able to do it at this level. So that's the thing. You know, probably not going to play into his forties. So this is the best opportunity now, especially with Brazil out. It's the best opportunity he's going to get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you, Zay? Yeah, I'm 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 hoping we get to see Messi get his World Cup, you know. That's kind of like LeBron not having a ring or something like that. It just doesn't it you can't end that way, you know? Yep. I agree with you. 
Let's talk about the Miners playing DePaul tomorrow. A big, big, big game for Joe Golding and company. All right? It's going to be at Wintrust Arena. DePaul is 5-4, and four, but they're 3-1 and one at home. UTEP 6-2. and two. They are winless so far on the road. Now, in fairness to UTEP, they've only played two road games so far. Texas and New Mexico State. That's it. So they haven't yet won. But you look at DePaul, they've lost four of their last six, including an 86-67 defeat at St. John's earlier in the week. They have defeated Sanford, Loyola, Chicago, and uh, Minnesota, which was a big road win for them, along with Western Illinois and Loyola, Maryland. Those were their wins. Their losses are against Santa Clara, Oklahoma State, Texas A&M, and St. John's. So you know this is going to be a big one tomorrow. It's on Fox Sports 1. It gets started at 4.30. They've got a couple of ballers on this team. In fact, they've got uh, a pair in uh, Javon Johnson and uh, Umoja Gibson. And if you look at these two, Johnson is averaging 17.5 points and five rebounds per game. He's a 6'6 senior forward. And uh, as far as Gibson goes, he, uh, from Waco, is 15.8 points, 6.3 assists, both seniors. So if you're UTEP, you got to figure out how to contain those two. And if you can, then you got to deal with a 6'6 forward from Brooklyn um, who's averaging 11 points and eight rebounds per game. That seems to be right now, guys, the three-headed monster for the DePaul Blue Demons. Well, I'll tell you this about Javon Johnson. He's played for this is his fifth year in college. So he's experienced and he's an experienced bet. He played at the Big 12 level when he was with Iowa State and he can shoot the ball. So that's a big thing for the Miners. They're going to have to stop that. Not to mention um you look at their head coach at DePaul, it's Tony Stubblefield who has ties to New Mexico State. So that's also another interesting storyline there when you realize that um you know uh, they've got there's always it always seems to come back to either UTEP or New Mexico State no matter where these guys are right yep it sure does this is it's just maybe this is the this is the place for other coaches I don't know I, it could be uh your thoughts on this Jason honestly I haven't been paying attention to when they get off the road but they've been looking very good when they're here um at times they have yeah even though they've blown leads I agree with you yeah yeah uh, they've been playing a little bit more aggressive lately in the last couple of games. So, um, and they're going to have to play that way going up there. Absolutely. Well, um, again, the the three guys you got to keep an eye on: Javen Johnson, um, Umoja Gibson, and then uh, Eral Penn. Eral Penn is the uh, the kid that's averaging eleven and eight uh, for for them. Those are their those are their big those are their big three right now, and. Yeah, it's... you gotta watch out for those assists because that's gonna get you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No doubt, that is very, very true. So, as far as Tony Stubblefield goes, for those of you wondering, he was an assistant coach from 2000 to 2005 at New Mexico State, interim coach in 05, and then was an assistant coach in the 05-06 season. Went on to Cincinnati, where he was an assistant from 2006 to 2010. Oregon, where he was an assistant from 2010 to 2021, and DePaul, where he's been head coach since 2021. 
Well, if we're going to go with the UTEP and NMSU ties, I think you were talking about Umoja Gibson actually played for North Texas a few years mm-hmm. ago. So, you know, the Miners, obviously there's not anybody from that 2019-2020 roster on the team now, but Miner fans may be familiar with him. Uh, he transferred from North Texas to Oklahoma, and now he's at DePaul. That's a good point. That is a good point. You're right. There is the uh, the UTEP uh, tie-in there as well. So, um if the Miners can come out of this trip to Chicago with a win against a team like DePaul, um, who's not going to be you know, a, a slam-dunk NCAA tournament team, but still, it's a Big East road game uh, in Chicago, that would bode very well for a group that was embarrassed the last time they went on the road. It sure would, and... You know, this would be huge momentum. Obviously, you're going into the Louisiana Tech game in a couple, in a couple, or next week actually. So, mm-hmm. you know, hopefully, you get a good crowd for the conference opener. But yeah, this would be huge momentum getting a win on the road uh, as conference play nears. That's true. And I'm trying to think if we've is this the first ever meeting between DePaul and UTEP? No, they actually met sometime in the 30s. DePaul won 38 to 29. So, if you want to count that, I mean, historically, I mean, yeah, you got to count that, but. It really doesn't, you know, they haven't met any time since the 30s. I mean, I guess you count it, but you're right. When the only meeting was in the 29-30 season, <laughs> I mean, to me, it's like their first meeting. You, It's so hard to look at a game that was played 90 years ago and the final score was in the 30s and the 20s and actually take that seriously. What were they you doing? You can't. <laughs> you just can't. So... Oh, it's too bad. But you got to get your get back. You got to mm-hmm. get your get back. Here's the funny thing. Uh, DePaul was in Conference USA. They left like the year before UTEP got in. So they missed each other. They barely missed each other. But they did. They missed each other by a little bit. But uh, this is going to be a big one, guys. We gotta Let's come back and talk about keys to the game for the Miners and how they can come out on top. Let's do that, okay? Uh, we'll wrap things up with a little UTEP hoops talk, as we mentioned. 39 past the hour. Ah, the spam is gone. I like it. We'll end the weekend on a high note. That's what it sounds like. Sports Talk continues along with UTEP Zay, Jason Craig. I'm Steve Kaplow. It's here with you. 600 ESPN El Paso. I'm ABC7's Eric Elkin with a news update for Friday, December 9th for 600 ESPN El Paso. Two men have been arrested for beating and stabbing a man at a homeless shelter. El Paso police say this happened on the corner of Hope Resource Center for Homeless. Officials say they responded to a stabbing call yesterday. The victim was taken to a nearby hospital and is listed as stable. Crimes Against Persons conducted an investigation and found the suspects who had left the scene. They've been identified as 58-year-old Ricardo Maras and 34-year-old Vicente Jimenez. Both were charged with aggravated assault. They were booked into the El Paso County Detention Facility. We've obtained more video from New Mexico State Police that shows search warrants being served to three NMSU basketball players the morning before NMSU's first home game since the shooting. The new video shows the moments that state police showed up at the Pan American Center on the morning of November 30th. This was the same morning of the Battle of I-10 versus UTEP. Officers can be heard looking for three players to serve search warrants to. Those three players were Marcellus Avery, Anthony Roy, and Issa Muhammad. These are the same players that police say were in the yellow Camaro that pulled up to the scene of the deadly shooting on UNM's campus November 19th. Mike Peake was seen putting his gun and tablet in the trunk of that Camaro. 
Law enforcement questions NMSU head basketball coach Greg Heyer asking if he has a way to get a hold of the players, to which he said no. He's then asked if the players will be at the game that night, and he says yes. ABC7 is working to confirm if the three players actually received the warrants. We've reached out to both New Mexico State University and Rody Law Firm, the law office that has been hired by the university to handle the external investigation. NMSU declined to comment at this time, and we were unable to reach the law office. In storm track weather, enjoy the weekend weather with highs of 66 and mostly sunny skies both days. A first alert, though, is in effect for changes coming Monday with strong winds and rain chances returning Monday and Tuesday. Tuesday's high will drop off to just 50 degrees. I'm ABC7's Eric Elkin with the news update for 600 ESPN El Paso. This is Steve Kaplowitz, and 600 ESPN El Paso has a great way for you to enjoy sports talk on demand. Download our show by subscribing to the free 600 ESPN El Paso podcasts on your Apple or Google Play device. After that, you can enjoy the best of sports talk each day delivered commercial-free to your phone or tablet. That's right, all the best calls, interviews, and insight with the touch of a button so you never miss a moment. 600 ESPN El Paso. Podcasts. The JCPenney Mystery Sale is back for the holidays through Thursday, ushering huge holiday savings with our in-store coupon giveaway. Feel and reveal your deal to save. We got your holiday. Pour me a monkey shoulder. Straight up. You got it. Monkey shoulder is made for sipping. Pour me a monkey shoulder and ginger with a splash of orange. You got it. Monkey shoulder is made for mixing. Pour me a monkey shoulder on the rocks. In case you're wondering, what is Monkey Shoulder? It's a blended malt whiskey that was born to challenge convention and change the way people think about and drink whiskey. Monkey Shoulder. Crazy name. Amazing taste. Buy a bottle today. Hi, I'm Matt Keats, president of Keats Southwest. Since 1994, we have manufactured hundreds of metal components that people use in their everyday lives. Keats Southwest currently is producing copper bus bars for batteries used in the automotive industry. As more electric vehicles are manufactured, our bus bars will become essential in every battery. In addition, we deliver the best precision metal components for businesses throughout the world, all made here in El Paso. Learn more about Keats Southwest at KeatsSW.com. Mattress Firm presents This Week in UTEP Basketball History. On December 4th, 1992, UTEP knocked off 21st-ranked New Mexico State, 64-63 at the Pan Am Center. Eddie Rivera led the Miners with 19 points and 8 assists, while Johnny Melvin added 13 points. However, Roy Howard was the difference maker as he scored 6 of his 8 points over the final 6 minutes of the game, including a huge putback off a Melvin miss with under a minute to play that proved to be the difference. UTEP and NMSU had both advanced to the Sweet 16 of the NCAA tournament earlier in the year, and the teams would split their Battle of I-10 series during the 92-93 season. To see this year's UTEP Miners live in action, you can purchase tickets online at utepminers.com. Mattress Firm was voted the number one mattress store in El Paso and is the largest El Paso Las Cruces mattress retailer, guaranteeing you the lowest price or it's free. Learn more online at mattressfirmep.com. They're big, and they're coming for you. Tax refund advance loans at Jackson Hewitt, up to 4500 bucks. That's big. Like our tax refund advance can beat up their tax refund advance kind of big. Up to $4,500 at Jackson Hewitt. Book your appointment today and get details at jacksonhewitt.com. You're going to need a bigger wallet. Eligible clients can get up to $1,000 in December and up to $3,500 in January. Loans by Republic Bank and Trust Company. Finance charge may apply. 
The JCPenney Mystery Sale is back for the holidays. Through Thursday, usher in huge holiday savings with our in-store coupon giveaway. You can get an extra 30, 40, or even 50% off while they last. Simply find an associate for a coupon, then peel to reveal your deal. Hurry in now to discover the savings you've been wishing for. We got your holiday. JCPenney. Coupon valid on select styles through 1215. Exclusion supply. Giveaway in-store only. Must be 18 years or older. See store for details. Hi, my name is Jackie, and a little thing that I love about the Chick-fil-A Peppermint Chip Milkshake is the whipped cream and the cherry on top. It's like a little bow on top of this great present of peppermint chip goodness. It tastes like the holidays. Hey, my name is Chandler, and a little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A Peppermint Chip Milkshake is the little pieces of the peppermint that you get. For me, no milkshake is topping the peppermint chip milkshake. Order a Chick-fil-A Peppermint Chip Milkshake on the Chick-fil-A app today. Available for a limited time. Real customers paid for their testimonials. Hey, it's Zubin Mahenti, and you're listening to 600 ESPN El Paso. Final countdown here on the show. Let's find out what everybody's doing this weekend. I'm going to be watching UTEP to Paul tomorrow. What about you, Jason? What do you have going on? Do you have any uh, any gigs this weekend? Uh, what do you what are you having? I do have some gigs this weekend, and then I think right. I'm going to watch that UTEP game. Uh, there's a NXT pay per view, mm. and then um, just hang out with my son on Sunday. There you go. That sounds like fun. A there. sun Sunday. Yeah, because Raiders, you know, Raiders, we lost yesterday. Yeah, you need this. No, need no, Sunday to just... A little bonding time. Yeah. Is he, a, is he a Raiders fan like you? He likes to scream the Raiders yeah. call. He loves that. Hey, um, you've done now about five or six home games for UTEP basketball. How's the vibe been for you inside the arena? It's been good. It's been really good from game one, uh, both men and women's. Yeah, the vibe has been good. Uh, we had one like one slow game with the women's, but it, it still was a lot of energy. You know, student section, we really get into it. We was that, really get was into that it. New Mexico State game about as good as you've experienced in all the in all the games you've worked at UTEP? Um, the men's one, yes. I think two years ago was a better one, but this was fun. It was fun for sure. Um, ah, what game was it before that? I think that was a better one uh, for this season. When uh, one of the players tried to fight us. Oh, that's this year. This that was this uh, this time around, yeah. right? One of the players tried to fight you guys. That was that 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 didn't go too well, did it? Not for him. No. Yeah, the student. You know, students actually we get a little rowdy. You got to get into the heads. Love it. Let me ask you, how do we get more students at these games? I mean, you're right there with them. You're you're kind of leading the charge. How do you, how do you turn that student environment into a consistent home court advantage night in night out? I would think, um, you know, I, I would think just more attention to it. Like really get show that hey the students we want you guys to be here these are the students that are here make them seem like they're really part of the experience then they become they'll want to be part of the experience but when it's not showcased and we're just showing you know the sports and the highlights and stuff you know students so make make the students more of the story right I think that's how they get more involved how do you make them the story what do you do for them that's just I think more uh, marketing and stuff. Yeah, you know, put them on the social medias, um, you know, tag them or you know, you got to get them to be interact. In. Yeah, it's the interaction. Whether it's it. TikTok or Twitter or Snapchat, whatever it is, right? It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Yeah. Okay. Because so. people like to be highlighted. They do for whatever reason it is. They get highlighted. You know, you show some of the you know the games that we do during halftime and stuff like that. 
you know, really showcase some of those moments, like when the guy shot it from the star on the last three and he made it, so he got, you know, upgraded. And the fans went crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's you know, a good we idea. support that. Dance and Bobby, you know, who's going to beat them? They should, you know. Why don't they always have it like a, why don't they have a challenger from the student section every time going up against Dance and Bobby? Well, sometimes student section is just not athletic enough. Well, they can dance. Well, we don't know that. Do you have to be athletic to dance? Or you, know, they can always, <laughs> you can always just take off your clothes and the fans will go crazy, right? That's, I've always wondered don't give why, away tips. why does nobody do that? <laughs> like, if you can't dance, why don't you make your best attempt, start taking off your clothes, and the place will go crazy? This is a, uh, there's a family environment, Steve. Yes, that's right. <laughs> and the families are going to be standing ovation when it's all said and done. All right, as far as the game tomorrow, Zay, what does UTEP need to do to come out on top? Well, they need to regain that gritty energy that, you know, we're used to them seeing, you know, we're used to them playing with, you know, they went to NMSU. You really didn't see that energy, especially defensively. And for UTEP, you really can't afford, you know, not to play with that type of energy just simply because I'm not trying to take a dig at them. They're not more talented than DePaul and they're, and they're not more talented than NMSU. I think that's the biggest key for me. Return that energy defensively. Yeah, they mean, we know... <laughs> Adrian and I argue about this all the time because Adrian says the offense will come. And I keep saying, no, it won't. You, They just have to outwork you, outguard you, and out-hustle you every single game. They'll get their points, but it's not like this is going to become a team that suddenly learns to shoot the basketball or points just start coming easily for them. They are going to have to work to score all year long. Which means that the defense has to be on point every single night for them to have a chance to win basketball games. And it was up until this New Mexico State game. Yeah, I think I'm I'm a bit in the middle. You know, I think the offense is gonna get better. I don't think it's gonna be crazy. And I think they are gonna have to work to score. But also I also think that, you know, Dos Santos back, once they get healthy and we can fully evaluate this offense, I think that's when you can really say, okay, it's going to get better. It's not going to get better. Yeah, I just – maybe we would like to see him healthy. That's true. I'll tell you this much. I, I want to see more Derek Hamilton in spurts, don't you? I do too. You know, he has a size. We know that. We saw some footwork from him. You know, he did that that nice drop step. Mm-hmm. You'd like to see more out of – I mean, not more out of him, more of him. Yep. You know, that'd be great. He's a fan favorite. He has the size, and he, he he's a hard worker. He looks like he's trying to get as much minutes as he can. I think so, too. Is Frazier making this trip, or did he stay back? I'm not sure, but, you know, from, from what it seems, he's not going to play. No, I think Frazier, Frazier needs more time to heal. That's, yeah. that's, that's the key right mm-hmm. now. But everybody else is – look – I want to just see more consistency from the guards, all right? That's the key to me. Shamar Givens, um, you know, Tay Hardy, those, and, and Sibley, those are the guys. And, and you could even say, you know, Malik Zachary when he's in. You want to see those guys come in. And I really thought that the strength in this team was going to be their backcourt this season, not their frontcourt. But I don't know after watching the first six or seven games where their strength really lies. Yeah, um, well, yeah, I want to see more from Shamar in specific, right? He is the big-time transfer. He's the big-time leader. And, yeah, we've seen his defense. We've seen how he can run the offense. But I want to see him become more of a scorer. And we saw it. We saw that. He was hitting shots against Northern New Mexico. He was doing all types of stuff. And I want to see more of that out of him. I'm with you. Jason? They're just on, I don't know, that Northern New Mexico, when they came out, they came out firing. They're just on the threes. I don't know if they can keep that up. But, like you guys said, this defense, um, they just got to – really 
be on them, ground and pound, and 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 slow them down. If if that if DePaul is a faster team, just got to be on them one hundred percent. No disrespect to Northern New Mexico College, but it's an NAI school that at times reminded me of my pickup games growing up uh, on Saturday afternoons. So I would like to see this game tomorrow because it's a Big East team. Uh, it's DePaul. They've got a name. They've got recognition. They've battle tested early on this season with their opponents. I think, and it's a road game for UTEP. It's going to be a tough one, no matter how you look at it. If the Myers are able to win, they're going to have to grind it out, which is yeah. probably going to be what most games are going to be like for UTEP. Yeah, the games are going to be ugly if UTEP is going to win. I think that's just something fans are going to have to be accustomed to. And um, I agree. I think it's a big game. You know, it's in Chicago. you got some, some minor alumni up there, too. Uh, it should be interesting. I think I'm going to give UTEP, you know, about a, 70, a 30% chance to win. You know, Seventy percent DePaul, thirty percent UTEP. Yeah, just because it's on the road, biggest Big East team. You know, I, I think it reminds me a lot of that Marquette game a few mm-hmm. years ago. I think UTEP will will be close, just not close enough. Uh, as far as the line, by the way, DePaul seven and a half point favorites over UTEP tomorrow. Seven and a half points. Respectable, I see that. Uh, four o'clock, it gets started. Countdown to tip-off with John and Steve, and then the game goes at 4.30. You can also watch it on FS1, and our uh, advice is always to turn the sound down and then listen to John and Steve call the action for you uh, here on 600 ESPN El Paso. Jason, Zay, fun stuff today. Enjoyed working with the two of you, and uh, want to thank you both for being here and helping us out on the show today. Thanks for having me, Steve. I had fun, man. This is awesome. I did, too. Thanks to Gibbs Keaton. Also, uh, thanks to the Foss, Steve Foster, and, of course, Ivan Melendez, the Hispanic Titanic. Back Monday, uh, but tomorrow, minor talk after the game with Adrian on location. Have a good weekend, everybody. Did you know the best hydration during the winter is with hot tea? Tea to go has you covered as the weather gets cooler. With their first location on Pelicano, stop by and stock up on your favorite loose leaf teas to get cozy with your family for the holidays. And if you're in need for a quick to get you through the day, their tea energy drinks are specially formulated to not only quench your thirst, but give you that you need to get you through anything. Tea to go tea. Energize yourself. When a big change in the weather is coming to the borderland, a first alert is the Storm Track Weather Team signal to be prepared. The Kitsy gusts up to 50 miles per hour. We issue ABC 7 first alerts for times like this when we have blowing dust and sand, reduced visibilities, and strong winds. We do it days in advance to keep your family in the know and keep them safe. First alerts. One more way the ABC 7 Storm Track Weather Team helps you plan your day and keep your family safe. You wash your hands, you brush your teeth, but what about the nose? How do you clean your nose? With Navage. Navage uses powered suction to pull saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out the other nostril, flushing out allergens, mucus, and germs. And it's why cleaning your nose, the body's air filter, is the next evolution in daily personal hygiene. People try Navage for lots of reasons. Sinusitis, colds, allergies, snoring, things that make it hard to breathe through your nose. But over time, they find that cleaning their nose makes them feel better, a lot better. Over 3 million Navage users have written more than 100,000 reviews, averaging 4.7 stars, saying, best product I've ever used, and amazing, I love my Navage. Navage helps you breathe better, sleep deeper, and snore less, but the biggest payoff is improved health. Navage is good personal hygiene and can help you stay healthier. At Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, and online. Navage, N-A-V-A-G-E, clean nose, healthy life. 
Celebrate this New Year's Eve at Speaking Rock with Selena Tribute, Amor Prohibido. Another crazy year gone, and it's time for another crazy party at Speaking Rock this New Year's Eve. Amor Prohibido, a Selena Tribute live Saturday, December 31st at Speaking Rock Entertainment Center. Ages 21 and over. Check out Speaking Rock's Facebook for more information. Celebrate New Year's Eve with the Selena Tribute, Amor Prohibido. I just found someone the perfect gift. And when my friend asked where they could get it, I said only at Kohl's. I've been gift shopping there and getting Kohl's cash every day while saving on must-haves like sweaters from Propt and Borrow and Sonoma Goods for Life starting at $19.99. Cookware from the Food Network at 20% off and cute boots from So and Elsie Lauren Conrad starting at $23.99. Plus, you can take an extra 20% off or save more with the Kohl's card. So get to Kohl's now. You'll thank me later. Select styles, 20% off on December 11th. Send exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's.com for details. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call Select Quote at 1-800-929-2121. That's 1-800-929-2121. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1-800-929-2121. That's 1-800-929-2121. Select Quote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquo.com slash commercials. Tis the season for Conference USA Basketball. The UTEP Miners tip off the league slate against La Tech Saturday, December 17th at 6 in the Haskins Center. Sponsored by ABC7. Santa Claus is coming to the Don on Holiday Hoops Night. Mattress Firm is the presenting sponsor of UTEP Men's Basketball. Tickets start at $9.15. And don't miss the UTEP women in their Conference USA home opener versus UAB Thursday, December 29th at 7. Visit UTEPMiners.com. Or call 747-UTEP for tickets. The UTEP basketball team is known for its defense on the court. The Oscar Arrieta Agency understands how important defense is off the court. When it comes to defending your home or vehicle, the Oscar Arrieta Agency is the championship team in town. Here's Oscar Arrieta. We wish the Miners and Coach Golding a successful season. Thank you to this community for trusting our agency for the last 25 years. Visit RiseUp915.com to register for giveaways on game day with the Oscar Arrieta Agency. Let's rise up, El Paso, and go Miners! From hometown to national. Sports spoken here. 600 ESPN El Paso is KROD.